Thursday, 13th of May, 2016. Maybe it's the 14th of May or the 12th of May. I got the date wrong. The 12th. <laughs> it always goes so smoothly. Um, my name is Jackie Turner. I am here with Mr. Justin Townsend. Hi. Mr. Steve Say. Hello. Mr. Chuck McWilliams. Hi. And joining us for Broken Thumbsticks, Mr. Mike Lazara. Hello. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? Doing good. Yeah. All good. Fantastic. Awesome. Um, it's been a busy week with games, various bits and pieces, news, and uh, Justin's obsession with Overwatch, which is definitely going to come up the very second he gets the chance. Can we talk about it now? <laughs> no, we got to talk <laughs> about what we've been doing. Let's do a little discussion of what we've been up to first. Um, Laz, what have you been up to? Um, nothing really. Apart from impregnating your wife. Well, I already did that. That was months ago. <laughs> now it's just the waiting part. Now she just slaps you every time you come close. I have to run out, get butterfinger bars, <laughs> she never had. No, it's uh, good. Been been busy with that, just getting stuff ready for the baby. And uh, besides that, trying to play video games. Um, Yeah, that's that's about it. Sweet. <laughs> well, Justin, you showed me a very cool video earlier. My son took his first steps. Yay. And now the trouble I begins. I missed it, though, because I was here. <laughs> which is questionable as always <laughs> of well, course that, that seems a little late i mean he's like what four years old now <laughs> <laughs> my, let, let me clarify that my youngest son under oh. a year took his first steps that's tonight. crazy man <laughs> yeah, i know uh he's been like sort of thinking about it he was like moving along the couch real well and then my wife sent me a video and i was like nah, i was just gonna ask can't can't have been like i don't think he's ready yet and then she like he must have done it twice because she, she got him to do it again. And, uh, yeah, he took, like, four or five steps right to her. It was like, oh, Jesus, my life is over Oh, yeah. Honestly, again. The, the look on his face every <laughs> time. so yeah, happy. Every time he does anything, he just has this look on his face of, I am going to wreck the world as soon as I'm walking. That's it. Trouble's coming. Has he spoken right? yet? Uh, no. It's, like, weird because I'm, like, I'm kind of getting worried about that. And then, like, all babies are different. Yeah. Because he doesn't really even get out syllables yet he's okay. like starting to now but like the doc a couple like a month ago his doctor was like so is he doing like you know like gaz or baz yet and i'm like no he just kind of screeches a whole <laughs> lot he's like ah, don't worry about it. it'll be fine okay. uh but other than kids walking uh the only thing i did of note recently was i had a date night on friday with your wife with right my with my <laughs> wife uh, just yeah, so i better check number three. Oh god <laughs> no <laughs> I, I i can't even I, I can't even pretend for that type of stuff because it was like, oh, we're going to go on a date. My oldest, Jorah, had his first sleepover. So he slept at his little friend's house, and he, he did magnificently. Didn't call. It took him home in the middle of the night. So uh, Angie and I went and saw Civil War, which was, which was ah, great. Cool. Uh, then we went to dinner, and then I was coming home, we were coming home, and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> we're, we only got one kid to worry about, and that kid was awake when we got home at midnight and continued to be awake until like 2 in the morning. And that reminded you of why you weren't going to do that anymore. Yeah. Right. 
So instead, no. I just went downstairs and played Overwatch at like one in the morning. I signed on right as Andy was getting offline. It was like, hey, guys. And it was like, all right, <laughs> let's keep on going. And that's mention number two for Overwatch. But not yet. You <clears throat> still have to wait a little longer. That's fine. I can wait. <laughs> Steve, what have you been up to? I just got back from Canada. Oh, yes. Oh, Man, Canada. I did. It was a good time. I... um. I did a couple cool things while I was out there. I was telling Justin, and uh, I talked about it at length if you want to hear about it on the comics podcast, but I went to a comic book art gallery showing that my friend Chris had put together, and um, it's really cool. It's like they do it once a year. There's a couple of notable uh, comic book artists from Jeff Lemire to Brian Lee O'Malley, and uh, it's all original artworks being sold and shown off, and there's beer and wine and drinks and barbecue and all kinds of good stuff. So that was really cool. I went to a dead celebrity party where you have to come dressed as a dead celebrity. <gasps> Did anyone go as Prince? No, that you know Ooh, something. Too soon. <laughs> I have had you are the fourth person to ask me that question right? since I said that I went to this thing. There was no Prince. There was no Prince and there was no David Bowie. Ugh. Was there an Alan Rickman? No, there was not an Alan <laughs> that Rickman. That would have been awesome. China. I could have done <laughs> China. <laughs> I could have done Alan Rickman. Damn. You could have done China, really. I don't know. I saw, I saw the picture of the one you did, and you pulled that off. Yeah, well, it's not really that far of a stretch. <laughs> yeah. uh, I went as Kurt Cobain, and uh, I went to the to the store, to the Walmart, and I grabbed like a white T-shirt and a black permanent marker, and I made the flipper T-shirt that he always wears. Of course, I had a flannel with me, and I just parted my hair in the middle as opposed to off to the side, <laughs> threw on a pair of my girlfriend's uh, glasses, and there you go. Some Kurt Cobain for you. Easy. So I show up all authentic. I also had a blow up uh, party guitar from Party City that I was walking around with. And my girlfriend went as Bonnie of Bonnie and Clyde. And of all the people that show up at the party, there was maybe like maybe 12 or 13 people. A- another Bonnie showed up and another fucking Kurt Cobain <laughs> showed up. But the other Kurt Cobain, no effort. Oh, no effort whatsoever. No points to originality then. How dare these people show up as the dead person that you chose to show I up I know. As? There's so many dead celebrities to choose from. Right? right? Yeah. The nerve. Everybody <laughs> thinks Canadians are so nice. They're fucking... Anyway. Um, I love how angry you are about something. That don't they have their know. own dead Canadian celebrities? This is so true. <laughs> they probably do. <laughs> but um, no, I, I can't had a, think of one, but I had a really good time. soon, hopefully. My... Uh, <laughs> I have terrible social anxiety when it comes to parties and especially people that I don't know. And they let me not only DJ the whole damn thing uh, from my iPod, which was a lot of fun, but uh, I got really, really drunk. Probably the most drunk that I've been since Bobby's birthday party when we went out for the Japanese hibachi. And they were feeding us the sake shots the whole night. I do remember that night. Okay. Only parts of it. That was probably the most drunk I'd ever been in my whole life. (laughs) This was close but with no hangover, which was awesome. But they let me DJ, and I sat on the couch with a big basket of crayons and just drew the entire time and had like everybody come and hang out. I have to interject. Yes. Because while she won't bring it up, I will. Sure. What? What did I do now? So Jackie won't bring it up in what she's been doing lately, but she's been hanging out with Mike from Broken Thumbsticks. Oh, Uh-oh. God. Yeah, he's such a bad influence on me. So it wasn't last Friday, but the Friday before, I think. I'm losing track of the days. Did but I not anyway, already talk about this? No, you didn't. I'm we talked about it on Broken <laughs> Thumbsticks, but there, there's we, we have a new audience here. So I'm going to tell this story from my perspective. Oh, okay. no. So anyway, she, oh, she goes... Oh, no. Oh, no. This I just remembered. Yes. So 
Jackie meets Mike down in Patchogue. At like 5.30 and he was already drunk. And she, so she messaged me and said, why didn't you warn me Mike was this drunk? I was like, I didn't even have any idea that you were going down there. No clue whatsoever. So apparently Mike was very, very, very drunk. Um, so Jackie is texting me throughout the evening. Like, I, you know, I made sure I caught up. Yes. You know. So okay. like is that almost, polite? <laughs> almost a play-by-play of everything that's going on. Where was he drinking? Down at a tap, and we then they went somewhere room, else. Remember Del Fuego? They were on. They were Which on. They were chasing, chasing his ex girlfriend around. From one yeah. of the things you, you told me. That's true. We were like stalking his ex girlfriend, and then we found out she was in Massapequa, and just it was so, weird. Long story short, by the end of the night, Jackie had surpassed Mike in drunkness. <laughs> was sending me pictures of their evening repeatedly, like the same picture yeah. over and over I'd again. Because I forgot. No, told him, and then kept starting the conversation over with me by saying hi. <laughs> that my best my best one was the text at about two in the morning uh, a picture of my eye just like a close-up of my eye yeah, that said her eyeball i meant to say this is what my left eye looks like right now but i just wrote this is what my lie looks like l-e-y-e and it made sense at the time and then i sent him a couple of times a picture of mike was at the bar chatting up these two girls and he uses me to help chat up girls because of the accent apparently <laughs> So I'm trying to help him pull these two girls. And the little guy that comes around Patchogue selling the roses comes around. Oh, I love that guy. At which point Mike buys two roses for these girls. Oh, God. The little guy misunderstands him and gives me one. At which point Mike tries to fairly aggressively get his money back for the one that he gave me because he didn't mean to buy me one. Oh, no. Yeah, it was just a ridiculous evening. He tried to get money back from the rose guy. Yeah, yeah, because he accidentally bought me a rose. I I think my favorite story with Mike is we were in Port Jeff because that same guy goes to Port Jeff to sell roses. (laughs) Is this like the sweet little man? (laughs) Yes, it is. Is this the story where it's not a sweet little man? No, no. It is sweet little man. And Mike's uh, talking to this girl. He's talking to this girl for maybe a good 20, 30 minutes and then sees this guy. So he calls him over and he buys a rose. So he buys a rose and he's still talking to this girl, talking to this girl. And then eventually this other group of girls walk by and he goes, oh, hold on a second. And he like puts his finger up like towards a girl and he leans over to this new group of girls and says, hey, I got this flower for you. I saw you from across <laughs> the bar and gives it to her and then like goes back and starts this conversation back with this girl who's it's, just looking yeah. at him. He did something yeah, very similar. That's how we lost the attention of these other two girls because he said something really, really bad. And there was just no way I could recover from it Sounds for like him. Mike. Yeah. Uh, but the best part was you were telling me that you needed to make sure that Mike got home safely. Like, please make sure he gets home safely. Meanwhile, Jackie Turner driving around. Driving? I, uh, a very short distance. <laughs> yeah, I know. Not I my proudest minute. I don't, I don't remember very much of the evening. Yes. I you do don't remember, remember Mike... very much, but you drove a short distance. <laughs> yes. It is a very short distance. Very short Unacceptable, distance. by the way. I know. Yeah. Yeah, and then Not Mike cool. was sleeping in his car at like three o'clock so in the we're, morning. So we're harassing old old men with roses. First of all, that little old man, there is a whole story behind that as well. Apparently, he's a horrible racist, which I never realized until someone told me. Isn't that weird? Also, those you told me those two girls are more interested in you than, than in Mike. <laughs> yeah, and they told me, you. Oh, yeah. He sent me to the bar to chat up two other girls at Del Fuego. And when I said, oh, my friend was like wanted to talk to you. They said, oh, well, tell him it's a girl's night. We don't really want to talk to him, but we're more interested in you. Where are you from? <laughs> they wanted to sweep your chimney. Nice. It's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> chim chim true. But anyway. So that's yeah. what Jackie's been doing. It's a messy evening. 
yeah that's so thanks for that i You're wasn't going to talk about what i've been up to i was going to talk about my furniture restoration do you want to talk about video games decks. instead that was definitely <laughs> worth it though <laughs> it's such a bad idea i'm not hanging out with mike anymore who are you seeing after the podcast tonight <sighs> yeah where's trivia night i can't miss trivia night <laughs> we're four for five anyway chuck what have you been doing i have been working so goddamn much that i've barely got to play any video games so instead, I've been living in the imagination of my own head. <laughs> okay, and what's How's been going on in you? your it's head? It's working out great, actually. So I've been workshopping um, two role-playing games. I thought you were going to say a one-man show. I was going to be very <laughs> interested. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried that years ago. It did not work out. I realize I'm not that interesting. You did catch the football at the beginning? <laughs> hey, I didn't see you there. <laughs> oh, Sorry, go ahead. God. <laughs> I'm just picturing that now. No, yeah. no. Thanks, champ. <laughs> So yeah, um, I you know I I, I uh, used to role play a lot. I did a, my previous podcast I did was about role playing. I've never actually DM'd a game. Uh, that's yeah. So no, I'm not. Um, when you said your last podcast was about role playing, I was like, oh, this is again getting interesting. Hmm. Yeah. See, you're thinking <laughs> about it now. <laughs> that imagination of yours. Now oh, everyone's yeah. thinking I really about it. Get thanks, out of my Steve. Own head. <laughs> uh, no, but so I've, I've been working on two. It years. all leads to children. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's only if you do it with a woman. Hey now, oh, uh, where <laughs> this is going? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I've uh, I've actually been working on two games uh, in my head, and I'm I'm planning on writing them out. One is uh, inspired by Dark Souls, mm-hmm. which is really tough to work out the systems of that video game into a group role playing game because that's a very isolated experience. And the other one is a basically a classic uh, fantasy game inspired by heavy metal. <laughs> the comic book series? Sweet. No, no, like just actual heavy oh, just metal. in general. Yeah. Okay, cool. Like, like just uh, you know, like brutal legend. Yes, exactly. Those exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's I'm, I'm working on something like that. Have you seen the Kickstarter for the Dark Souls uh, tabletop game? I have. Okay, so you're not doing that. I don't do Kickstarters, but when that no, comes out, not, I'll probably not that you're not putting <laughs> down on it. That you're not building off of that platform. Like yours will be different. Yes, yes. I, I'm I'm more like uh, cherry picking aspects that I think would work. And then try to build a story in a world around that. So you're so. plagiarizing. Yes. Excellent. That's that's what most role playing is. <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm only- <laughs> it's taking inspiration. No, I'm interested. Oh no, I'm straight up plagiarizing. I, I'm going to be probably ripping off uh, names of the kingdoms and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> you just reminded me that I left my Fitbit at my house. All the steps that I took to get here. Poor didn't form. Count. Yeah, dude. I t- I I topped sixteen thousand yesterday. Shh. I was proud of myself. When that thing goes off at the 10,000 mark. I feel good. It feels good. Yeah. I hit it right before I came here. Have you ever read the stats about how inaccurate they are? No. Shut up, Jack. (laughs) (laughs) You can pad the numbers if you want. You know what? Mm -hmm. It could be inaccurate, like completely inaccurate, which I'm sure that it is. But like the numbers I was getting before I actually started paying attention was like 4,000. And so now I'm getting 10,000 and up. So it's... it's working yeah, in some... Yeah, this is like good for a couple hundred, works, right? Listen, but, I'm not left-handed. It's really not. Nobody really can not. see that either, <laughs> by the way, that jerk off motion you your imagination. <laughs> I don't use the stranger method. If it doesn't <laughs> if it doesn't capture everything that you're doing all the time, because like Comic-Con, it doesn't really work at Comic-Con because instead of walking so much, you're actually like you're shuffling half the day because of so many people that it doesn't register all the movement that you've done. But... If that little marker going off after telling you that you've done 10,000 steps mentally makes you feel better and makes you push to get more steps just to reach that, that's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's completely inaccurate. Uh, I could tell you how inaccurate they are. 
my car is um, a high quality POS. That it, <laughs> that it actually uh, vibrates when you hit over a certain mile per hour. He likes it. I, I do. <laughs> right down in my ball area. Um, the Such thing has actually podcast. gone off that I've hit my steps on an hour long drive. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah, I noticed if I'm patting Finn right. with my left hands, sometimes it'll register it as steps. So then I just don't do that. I pat him with my right hands. <laughs> I just don't. Don't give him any love. No. Yeah, exactly. Just I just ignore him. my child. I use the one that's on my phone. I have the one that's in your phone, which I feel is a little bit better because then it's kind of the motion of the leg true. moving. Unless you put your phone down somewhere and then you uh, lose all those. I, you know, work, I keep it in there. You know which one was always crap was the one inside the 3DS. That there's there's a like a... Oh, it has a little pedometer. Yeah, it has a little right. pedometer in it from the, like, the, 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 um, the gyro thing. What the hell is that thing called? The gyroscope? Is that? Yeah, okay. Yeah, apparently it can register the steps. I've I tried using it at Comic Con, and it don't. It gets about half. So I just want to point out the reality is that we're all talking about this. We'll just sit on the couch and play video games. How many steps does that get you? I walked thirty three miles last week at work. Nice. Just at work? Yeah. I, I don't really. I I get it off my watch, and I pretty much take it off as soon as I get home. That's I go impressive. on the stairs. I did I sixty thousand steps and thirty three wow. miles. Nice. I, my goal this week is. Uh, to crack 85,000 for the week. Damn. So, yeah, I I've been when I f- first got this thing I was doing like 30. Mm-hmm. And then as the weather's gotten like nicer, it was like starting to tick up where it's 60, 65. I I've averaged like 75 so on a break like 80. And I did, have... so I did 16 yesterday just to like help myself get there. <laughs> Do you have a community on like your app? Do you have like people like poking you and cheering you on? No, and... I have I have Melissa. That's it. Like, Melissa Megan? Yes, yes, your friend requested me. At least I think it's her. It just says <laughs> Melissa. But I'm like I'm assuming that it's I looked on Alyssa. to see who her friends were and I recognized some some mm-hmm. like names and faces so I was like yeah it's definitely her but like nobody else we're all, to... we're all on there man oh then then come find me <laughs> right. I go to the gym and I use the stairmaster and I climb the Empire State Building three times a week I know and I then you six go floors. and then you leave there and go have a beer with Mike and I don't feel guilty about it good, because good I enough. climb the Empire State Building walk it off <laughs> oh number three number three Overwatch mention no you mentioned it three times it comes to life. It does, but Beetlejuice rules. Well, as much as I respect that, (laughs) (laughs) I respect the Beetlejuice rules. I um, I respect more the fact that I'm in charge. So we're not going to talk about that right now. Oh, shut down! (laughs) Actually, we are because I think that's pretty much wraps up what we've been doing. Well, I just want to ask: when (laughs) someone says, "Hey, come meet us a little bit after six o'clock." What, what time do you think that is? I'd say like five past six. No, you would not say I five past six. Absolutely, that's a little bit after six. That's a lie. Absolutely, well, this would be a quarter after six. Yeah, okay. I would say a quarter after six. And I right. hear at like six twenty. Well, just I'd say like six thirty-three actually when you walk yes. through the door. Yeah. You came in at six thirty and said that is a little bit after six. <laughs> well, uh, I Close spent like seven. ten minutes trying to turn around on your street. It's like so narrow, and I got a jeep. I couldn't turn around. Oh. If, well, your poor driving skills, you know, don't well, account for your timekeeping. <laughs> if somebody t- texts you six-ish, ish is 15. I'd say 15 because after 6.30, it's just before 7. That's so. not the case at all. Just <laughs> before 7 is like 7.55. Oh, so just 6:55. after 6 is 6.05 then? I don't know. But beer was involved. <laughs> just before 7 is uh, is quarter two. That's, this that's is, the absolute this is, max. This has got to be the most inane, ridiculous argument we've ever had on the show. Yes. <laughs> so, Justin. Excellent. Do you do you want to talk about Overwatch? Well, I was going to start with Uncharted 4, but all right, let's start with Overwatch. 
<laughs> so uh, tell us how you got to play it first, for anyone that doesn't know. I pre-ordered and got in on last Tuesday, uh, and Laz did as well. Uh, did, it, did either, any of you guys pre-order? Yes. So did you get you got in on you could have got in on Tuesday. I don't know when you started playing. I did not pre order, still got in on Tuesday. Um I had Why about did you do that? I don't know. It was I, I went to check it and it was like at nine o'clock at night and it was like, Do you want to download? Yeah, I got on, on yeah. Tuesday as well. I downloaded okay. it and started playing. Good enough. So early access for pre orders. There were early access for pre orders. Um, there was uh, an Amazon uh email that had um both okay. the tracer character for Heroes of the Storm and uh the Overwatch beta. Good enough. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah, so I played Overwatch Tuesday through Monday night, and mm-hmm. I put in 15 hours. Wow. I got to level 23. Mm-hmm. Now, any problems with it at all? Any, like, glitches? Any Noth- problem getting on to play matchmaking? No. Nothing. Nothing? Nothing. It's wow. It worked real well. So it's basically- uh, first, you know what? I take it back. First night? Yeah. The first night, like a couple hours after it went live, servers kind of went on fire, as is expected. Right, right. Um, I'll say about like nine, nine thirty, completely fine, and I had no problems afterwards. Yeah, okay. there was a weird little glitch I encountered every now and again where, um, when you leave a match with a party, you get separated from the party no matter what. It doesn't all bring you back to lobby, and sometimes when that happened, I would. I was the guy who was just inviting everybody. I couldn't invite, like, for some reason, it wouldn't let me invite anybody. It, like, kind of just took away the option to invite people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, somebody else had to invite me to their to their game. Well, uh, this kind of thing is good because hopefully it means it gets ironed out by the time it actually launches, yeah. right? Uh, so, where to start? Uh, so, Overwatch is awesome. <laughs> I, like, it's really, really good. It's a, it's a team-based shooter. We've talked about it in the previous weeks. Um, it, it draws its inspirations heavily from Team Fortress, mm-hmm. uh, also, also from some MOBAs. There are 21 playable characters as of right now. Wow. Um, Plans to add more? Yes, all DLC for the game completely free. Mm-hmm. As is Blizzard fashion. Ooh. Yes. Awesome. So they're already, you know, they've already mentioned that they'll be doing more maps, more modes, more heroes. Um, well, I mean, Steve, you're always telling us about Diablo 3. Like, they're constantly yes. dropping content for that. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They, I, I actually have some Diablo talk when we get around to my uh, my turn. But, yeah, um, it's funny. You were talking about, like, first day versus next day. And one of the things that I noticed from one day to the other was definitely skill level. Because I went into that on Tuesday, and I was racking up, like, right off the bat, like, 36 kills 42 kills and i'm like oh my god normally i suck off the bat at first person shooters maybe because it's blizzard like this is my game and this is <laughs> like i'm gonna be the king and then i Were log you standing in. on your couch like yes i stood on the coffee table <laughs> we have a very nice couch that i wouldn't stand on but the coffee table is okay but um i went to go and play it the next day and man i got Womped as far as numbers so people you know that were up all night where i wasn't were figuring out how to best to use the skills and i went back to go and play it was a whole (laughs) other playing field well les you were one of those people that was up all night figuring out how to play i played that game i think i was playing more than justin actually um except for the last night but by the end of the week um like you were saying the skill level was just ridiculous and there was characters i didn't see for the entire week like one of the characters may um mm-hmm. saw maybe one or two here and there but by the last night there was every single room that we went into there was at least one on the team 
and you were just getting destroyed. I got destroyed by May from a couple of people. They were freezing me and then doing the secondary with the icicle. Yep. And it was I was done. It's a one hit kill if you're frozen right. and a headshot with that. So people were figuring out the game in that week, but you know, you you kind of adapt and mm-hmm. what was working at the beginning of the week was no longer working at the end of the week. The right. beginning of the week everyone was using turret characters. And I picked the cheesiest character in the game just for fun. <laughs> right. Bastion? Uh, Torbjorn. Tor- Which one? Torbjorn. The guy who builds the turrets, not the one that turns into oh, a turret. Oh, the, um, the, the little gnome dwarf dude, the, the turrets and stuff. Yeah. Okay. I, have, I, didn't, I didn't get to play as him. Yeah. At the beginning of the week, the servers were just filled with people playing as him. Mm-hmm. And I thought he was just super OP. So I was like, well, he's going to get nerfed. I might as well play him and, and get some, some fun. Have some fun with him now, yeah. And yeah. by the end of the week, I, I don't think the last two or three nights I saw a single person playing them. I was the only one in the mm. server. Still wow. getting the kills, but no one else right. was playing them. They I saw on. a couple people that were doing like the, the mission with the limo where you have to, or the, the whatever that car is that you have to escort. It's different things it's, every yeah, time. Okay. So whatever, whatever the object was that you were supposed to be uh, leading, they would get on top of the car and build stuff to armor the car and just have it shooting in all directions. We called that a pain train. Okay, so sometimes were... it worked, sometimes <laughs> it didn't. People were getting wise on it after a while. Right. Yeah, so what we would do is we would have a Reinhardt in the front with a shield. We'd put a Bastion behind him, and then we'd, shield, put a, we'd put a Mercy on the back end, increasing Bastion's damage. That's awesome. Now, if you ran into a team who had no idea, like who was not communicating at all, we ate them alive, and the pain train moved <laughs> the, the stage. Pain train. We, it's it moved, pulling into the station. It, it moved through the stage very, very quickly. If we were playing against a team that knew how to play together and how to counter that, mm-hmm. uh, it would not work, and we'd have to figure out another way to win. Well, you guys were playing co-op, obviously. You know, all the the guys from Broken Thumbsticks. You were all playing and talking to each other and communicating, right? Somewhat. Yeah, okay. it's, <laughs> as much as you can with yeah, those it, people. Uh, pretty much. Yeah. Chuck, were you playing with people online or just jumping into games? No, I don't play with people. <laughs> All right. So how is your experience with that? Like just, you know, you, uh, Steve and Justin were just saying about how different the experience is if you're communicating or you're not communicating. You know, you end up running into a lot of bad groups that I end up losing a lot more games because there's no communication. You know, um, I'm sitting there with a Reinhardt trying to defend the location and everybody's running in front of my shield. Right. And, well, what point am I here for the shield yeah. if you're not going to sit behind it? Now, uh, what's the mileage of this game if you don't have a group that you can play with every day? <coughs> I think it's. I think the game is incredibly fun, win or lose. Mm-hmm. Like, we were losing, like, I, I, I probably won't forget this for a long time. We were playing. We were playing with our group, and we were just. I think this was second night. So, um, Nick was with us. Mark was with us. I don't know. It was me and Laz and somebody else. Maybe maybe Mike. And we were playing a, a transport map where the uh, we had to. Del- we were defending the payload, uh, so and the payload down. hits certain checkpoints, and you have a time limit to do that. So I, I forget what it starts with. It starts maybe at like uh, to get to first checkpoint. You have like what, five minutes. And then you get you gain an additional two minutes every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we actually no, I take it back. We were we were pushing the payload on that one. So we were playing a- attack, and every time um, the clock would start ticking down, we would just get the payload to the next checkpoint and get two more minutes. And I mean these guys these guys were just killing us. They were just like destroying us left and right. They had set up like two bastions at a certain point and they're, like at a serious choke point. And we could not figure out how to get there. And then, like, we would figure it out. Be like, okay, 
the, the great thing about Overwatch is you can switch characters on, upon any death yeah. or if you run back to base. So if you're like you're running out there with, let's say, like a sniper character, Widowmaker or Hanzo, and it's just not working out for some reason, you could switch and become a tank. Or you could switch and become heals. Do you have to have all these like leveled up to a certain degree? No. There's it, the moment you join an Overwatch match, the first time you sit and play, that character will be the same on your 900th hour of playing. Oh, it does okay. not change. Okay. It's mm-hmm. not like a MOBA. So you don't lose anything by switching to another character Nothing. that you haven't concentrated no. you, on. You will lose if you have a super building up, like your your ultimate ability. Right. And you, you switch characters, you will lose your progress on that bar. Okay. Well, but yeah, it yeah. comes back kind of quickly. Yeah, those things okay. recharge so quick. They recharge, especially if you're doing obje- like getting objectives done, healing people, killing people, getting assists. It recharges faster. Okay. It recharges pretty quick right off the bat anyway. Yeah. I think like two minutes at most to get and it back. If you if you have like an attack of ultimate, uh, if you end up getting a decent amount of kills, it'll just recharge right there. Yeah. So we were doing this one, and we ended up losing the match. Now, it starts like this. So you're at two opposite ends of the map, and you're moving this transport through the map. Now, the further you get, in the beginning, it's easier for you because if you die, you are right on top of it. It's spawning right outside your base. Oh, okay. At the very end, it's easier for the opposition, the, the team defending. Because, because you're having to run like the you're whole way to run, back. No, you don't have to run the whole way. Uh, right. Every checkpoint you hit, you get you get to start a little bit closer. Okay. Um. But their base is right behind where you're trying to get this thing. And so um, now imagine a circle, and you can, like, you can use your hand as like, the transport. And like, the, the transport was 50% covering the last circle. But we had run out of time. So when you run out of time, it goes into overtime. And as long as there is one person left alive on your team standing near the transport, uh, there's a bar that will say overtime. And then if that person dies, then overtime kicks down in like two seconds and the mm-hmm. round is over. But as long as one person is there, it stays stagnant and like frozen there. So you we see, were like, you know, you know what it makes me think of with that game? What? Is if I was ever that last person, I would have all of you screaming at me and then I'd <laughs> panic and I would kill myself with a grenade and then everyone would be shouting at Johnny me. Johnny likes this game. And? <laughs> Come on. Johnny likes it. Johnny, and Johnny was having a bunch of fun playing this. Right. So we had... For two minutes, like I think like two and a half minutes, we kept cycling one person at a time, just staying on it. <laughs> right. And we kept inching it forward and forward. But eventually, I think one of their guys was playing Hanzo, and Hanzo's ultimate is like he sends out an arrow, and the oh, arrow turns big, big into dragons. big dragons, and then just steamrolled right through us. And that was the last match we played that night. Um, but we, we lost it. I wasn't mad. I was like, we're getting better at this. Mm-hmm. It was fun even to lose and, like, get a little bit better. And then the next couple of nights, we, we just, like, everyone got hooked into it. Okay. Now, I see I get how fun it is on the, you know, playing matches, talking with your friends. Like, I get that. But there is no single-player campaign, right? Not right now. No. no. Um, are they even doing a single-player? No. For now, Overwatch is just going to be strictly right. what it is, which is exactly what this beta is. Is You could do PV, You could do PvE. Uh, like play, you could do yourself like you versus the computers. Uh, you could do player versus player, or you can set up custom matches between your friends. But there's no like, there's no campaign mode. There's right. no uh, like destiny style thing going on with this. Yeah, there's no like beasties to go shoot. Right, it's just no. It's just other people. Yeah. Right. I mean, the biggest draw of this game for me that the gameplay is fantastic, but my favorite aspect of it has been the characters. I think the roster of characters is not only varied but just blizzard has a way of crafting characters with 
personalities and they put a lot of the of that personality into like their move sets and their specials and it always reflects who they are and stuff like that and the biggest surprise about this game because i i knew going i'm a complete blizzard fanboy like i completely Mm -hmm. admit that but i was concerned about this game and found that my favorite characters in the end were the ones that I, like, upon first look or seeing them being played around, that I was not going to be into that character. I'm like, I'm not going to like the guy with the Chinese stars and the sword. Like, that's not how I want to play a game like this, whatever. And then I went and I played uh, Genji. He's my favorite damn character in the game. Um, Road Was it Roadkill is the other one? Well, there's two. So there's Junkrat, uh, who okay. has the giant tire as his ultimate. Right. And then there's... Um, Roadhog. Okay, so, okay. Yeah. Um, I didn't get to play much of the guy that turns into the tire. I screwed up the tire thing once. I, I ripped it and, and just somebody killed me before I could run anybody over. But um, just anybody that I, that like, at first glance, I'm like, eh, I don't know. And I go and I play as them, and it was a blast. So I just, I, I had so much fun. I played with a couple of different people. I played by myself. And I mean, just like Justin said, even when I lost, I still had a huge smile on my face and was having a really good time. Now, Chuck, I'm interested to hear what you have to say, because I asked you earlier in the week, like, what are your impressions? And you were updating me throughout the week. So walk me through how you felt about the game the more you played it. So when I first started playing it, I was not very into it. It felt like Team Fortress 2, which is kind of what it is, but I've never been a big fan of Team Fortress. And then... I just started playing around with it and I'm like, you know, the shooting and it didn't feel like a great shooter at first, but I was only sitting there and training because I was still uh, installing apparently the game, but it allowed me into training. So I was just trying out every character as they would pop up and that's really not the best way to really gauge it. I got into a few matches. I was getting into it a little bit more because I was able to find different characters that I found more interesting than like Soldier 76, not a bad character, just not for me. And then that good old Blizzard polish that is all over everything they do just started becoming obvious. And I enjoyed the, started enjoying the game more and more. Like Steve said, the characters are just... They, they're oozing Blizzard all over them. Mm-hmm. Like, it is... They're they fantastic. I love them. Um, the shooting is not the best, but it is good enough. It's a little off to me because it feels... Like, that game was originally a PC game. And they, you know, they only announced that it was on a console a few months ago. And it still feels a bit like I should be playing it with a keyboard and mouse. So it's it's not perfect, but it is damn good enough. To, and I really had a lot of fun with it. Who are your characters? Like, every, everybody that's played it, like, what, who are your favorites? Well, uh, I... In the uh, weeks before, I was very into Roadhog, just watching gameplay footage, watching mm-hmm. uh, videos from the PC beta, and I was dead set. That's the character I'll be playing. And that first night, I, I tried them a couple times, and just wasn't doing it for me. You know, there's a couple right. things that. And you thought that would be like your go-to I, guy. I, I, you can ask Justin. I was saying I can't wait to try this guy, and I don't think I played them really <laughs> more than two or three times right. after after that first night. So. Um, I started messing around with Tracer, who's the uh, you know the main kind of story uh, character. She's the one on the cover and uh-huh. all that, and she was a lot of fun. Very fast, completely different play style. Right. And then I was playing the uh, the Torbjorn, Torby, <laughs> however Torby we call him Torby. Um, playing How's it spelled? T O R B J O R N. Oh, Torbjorn. Torborn. 
Torborn? Bjorn. Bjorn? Yeah, Bjorn. Bjorn? As in Bjorn Borg. We were saying Torby, Swedish. like from Roots. Yeah. Your name is Torby. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Swedish. Does he look like a little like yeah, Viking he's, he's dwarf? A, yeah, he's got yeah. You know, the big beard and everything. <laughs> yeah. So I was playing with him for, for a lot of it, but uh, the character selection was just fantastic. I'm a, I'm a sucker for big rosters, even fighting games. Right. You know, the new King of Fighter game. I'm not really into King of Fighters, but then they said there's 50 characters on the roster. It's like, <laughs> all right, well... Right. I might not like the mechanics of the game, but 50 characters, I'll, I'll find someone I like. All those yeah. games have huge <laughs> yeah. rosters. So this yeah. is kind of uh, in the same vein where there's 21 different characters and right. there's no duplicates. It's not like, you know, there's no There's two skins. snipers, two up close, two yeah. like, yeah. And there are two snipers, but one has a rifle, one has a bow and arrow. It's, oh, okay, you know, cool. and yeah. completely different play styles. One right. has, you know, one of the snipers has a hook that she can climb to different parts of the level. It's just completely different and... uh there's characters that I just didn't get to play with that, right. you know, just because you, you get sucked into a certain character and I that's can't wait. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I like the fact that, you know, both you and Steve said that, you know, Steve said that he normally doesn't play that style of character and ended up liking it and you knew what you were going to play and then ended up not playing that and playing something else. Uh, for me, uh, there's an interesting thing that they do is they, in the... Um, like your character page, they tell you by hour breakdown how long you've played with somebody. And uh, Laz was riding me all week because the character that he wanted to play, Roadhog, is the guy that I settled on, and he was not the guy I thought I was going to play. Right. Um, he's, he's awesome. He's got this giant chain, so he throws the chain at an incredible distance, and if it hits a character, it brings them to you. Yep. <laughs> and you have a shotgun, and now like the, the squishier characters, yeah. you can just eliminate in one shot. That's, that, but it's I'm really... sorry, did you just say the squishier characters? Yes, it's a MOBA term. <laughs> <clears throat> so like the characters that. that's with a good term. the characters with like le- lesser amounts of uh, like a health pool like I could just take them out like a tracer or a zenyatta right. I could take them out in, like one hit which is so satisfying <laughs> um, I tried everybody I tried all 21 characters for a, at least like a, uh, 15 to 20 minutes was like my least amount of time and that was Zarya who is I, I, like the more like uh, we talked about this before but characters that we were like this guy's really not that great they're the better they're, they're the better characters in the game if you start looking around. So like Winston, I didn't get I, I, the giant monkey. I didn't spend a ton of time with. But if you read like what people think about the game, we've been playing it for a long time. He's one of the strongest characters in the game and the most useful. And we played one match. Uh, I was playing with um, Cody, um, Compa Cody, and uh, the two of us are playing. Or it was me. Actually, actually, I take it back. It was me and Mike. Although Compa Cody played with us a ton. Um, Mike and me played a game with all Winstons. So it's just like our, our two characters and four giant apes. And we were like, we're going to get steamrolled. And we right. destroyed the other team. Really? Yeah, which is interesting. Like, so you could play a completely unbalanced team. You could play with six of one character, which we played against. And then when those guys died, they became six of another character, which was like... That's like, kind of cool. It so was they were like cool, coordinating but, yes, to do that? Right? But it was like, oh, these characters we could wipe, but six tracers, if you're not ready for that, it was like, they're too fast. Oh, I'm, not set up, I'm not set up for that. Um, so I, I played everybody. I really thought I was going to play D.Va the most. Uh, she's the, like, the pro gamer girl who Love Diva. runs around in a giant mech. Yep. And when the mech blows up, you can uh, run around on foot. So she has like almost two lives. And then if she survives long enough, she can call down another mech. But if she gets her super in a mech, it becomes like a bomb, and she can send it out to take out multiple groups of people. 
So playing Roadhog, of course, I have this giant chain, and more than once I accidentally hooked a D.Va, who then activated their ultimate and nice. pulled the giant bomb to me <laughs> and our group and killed everybody. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I like that there's already obviously strategy being developed. Oh, like there's people tons. are already figuring I mean, out I, the I, best way. I've, and... I've been like researching clips, and I've seen really cool things. Like The Reinhardt character does not have a, uh, a, doesn't have a gun. He has a giant hammer, mm-hmm. and he uses the hammer to pull up a shield, but he also has this like move where... If there's somebody like close by, he can kind of send out like a wave of like fire energy. Um, but most like his main attack is he swings the hammer at people. Uh, so I've seen ones where like a diva does her ultimate into a group, and Reinhardt sacrifices himself by using he has a charge move to push the bomb away from the group, knowing that he's gonna die, but it will keep the other five people alive. Oh, awesome! There's like really cool little awesome. things about the game. Like the healers are fun to play. Uh, the support ones, like Junkrat, they're fun to play. What's a couple of the other support guys? May. So May is the girl who freezes everybody mm-hmm. and is incredibly frustrating to play against if you are not set up to like to deal with her. Right. What's the deal with Symmetra? So Symmetra, if you play her correctly, is, uh, is a riot because she plays different than anybody else. She's in the healing tree, but she doesn't really heal anybody. Okay. What she can do is she can shield people, which will give her back a little bit of her own health, um, but she can set up six turrets ooh, and they're beam turrets uh so you can put down two at a time and you gotta wait a couple of seconds longer to put down two more but if you're playing one of those like defend the point ones she's unbelievably in uh, like super valuable because you can set up um it's the word will get out about this but you can literally set up a kill box where you hide all of the turrets on the inside of a door frame and if and you like you bait people to come after you, and if anybody walks in that door, they die instantly. Wow! Or you could set them up around walls and points, so it's like if you're being chased, you could just quickly throw one up, put it down, and then keep going, and the person will take damage from it. It won't be enough to kill them right away, but then you could use your gun to kill them. Or you can just set up four of them in one area and two in another, and like you, if you stay alive, they'll just they'll keep killing people for you. If you get your ultimate, she puts down a teleporter. So okay, her yeah. teleporter will then spawn back at your base. So if any teammate dies, they can just run right back into it, right into the fight. Oh, that's oh, awesome. That's really She's cool. really like, yeah. everybody in that's that game. That's really cool. Everybody in that game is fun to play. That's a well thought out support mechanism. Definitely. Seriously. Um, I, like I said, I, I mentioned before Genji, I thought was, was great. Hanzo. I'm not good with him, but I want to get good with him. He's the, um, the like the snipey bow user reaper. I thought was really awesome. I liked his movement skills. I liked Reaper a whole lot. Yeah. Between like the, the dual pistols and kind of the like shadow step that he has, uh, I thought was really neat. I didn't quite figure out his like a useful way of uh, his other move. I wish I knew the name of it. Uh, the one where he teleports? You can set a point yeah. and teleport? Yeah. Them. I saw someone using that because they would uh, kind of hide and you basically just had to direct yourself where you want to teleport and they would teleport behind us. We'd have like a, you know, a, a Reinhardt set up with a shield and okay. everyone behind Reinhardt and the next thing you know, <laughs> there's a Reaper behind you and all you hear is die, die, die. <laughs> okay. Like super and we'd all die because we didn't that's see him cool. teleport. I gotcha. Us. Okay, because yeah, he did this the spinning ultimate. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Did you ever get stunned out of that ultimate? No. So McCree can throw his stun grenade on top of you while you're doing that and just stops you. Really? Yeah. So there are ways to counter. Genji can also counter ultimates. Uh, the dragon. Yeah. It's yeah. Re- it's hard to do, but that little block move he has will reflect the dragon. No. And send way. it back at Genji and kill him. Uh, what? Not, not, it won't. won't uh, it's back at Hanzo and kill him. It becomes your dragon then. That's awesome. 
Um, the only the other two characters, I played Mercy for a while. I love being healers in, in games. Roadhog I thought was great. I thought Pharaoh was cool. Pharaoh kind of reminded me of like a Samus Aran uh, Overwatch version with like the flying and the missile barrages and everything like that. Uh, and then the other character that I really got into for a while was uh, Widowmaker, the the sniper. That gun, that thing just picks like the the. You don't have to reload. That you actually have a sniper clip that you can just firing keep firing off is almost unfair, but too awesome for me to be mad at it. I'm a bad sniper. Chuck, who did you play as? Uh, I played mostly as Mercy and Zenyatta. They were. Uh... Zenyatta was uh, going back to finding a character you didn't think you'd be into. Uh, he was not one I thought to be into at all. Same, yeah. And I, I love his little orbs. These where it's like, all right, uh, especially if playing with pickup groups, and you notice that one guy who's just constantly going ahead and getting himself almost dead every time. I would just throw his healing orb on him before he would even go, <laughs> and it would keep him alive long enough for him to get back. And then the group to take out everybody who's following. See, again, I think that's the difference of playing with people when you're talking to them and figuring out, all right, that dude's going to do this, so I guess I'm going to have to do that. Yeah, right? and, and it, it worked out great for me. And then, you know, uh, Mercy is just great. She's a great healer, and I like playing healer class. And ever, like I've already said, uh, Diva. I love Diva, uh, especially when I figured out that her rocket boost, if you point it towards the sky, it just flies. Oh, wow. So it's just like, I'm going to take off now and just head towards the roof. <laughs> yeah, I saw Farah uh, reach some pretty pretty amazing heights in the game that I couldn't figure out how to quite get up there. Junkrat. Junkrat throws down his, uh, I guess, that like uh, AoE bomb that he has. Okay. And when he detonates it, it pushes teammates into the air if they're right on top of it. What? Yeah. Right. So I had, I had a Reinhardt fly up into the air and come down with his ultimate on my head. I got his that. ultimate... Is like he swings his hammer overhead and it, it stuns mm-hmm. everybody. Mm-hmm. So it, he was charging at us. He was doing his like charge move. Junkrat had the bomb there, detonated. He went uh, up into the air and then came down right on top of us. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was like, that's like, pretty awesome. I can't even get mad. Like when I see high level play in Overwatch, it's like, mm-hmm. damn, I just want to do that. Like yeah. I'm not like I, I now. Granted, of course, the longer we played, like an hour twelve, I was like, I want to win these matches. I don't want to lose them anymore. But even still, like just they're so so much fun playing mm-hmm. we talked about this on broken thumbsticks laz and i on the last show like our group is looking for a game to play like the division just didn't do it we've been looking for something since destiny and i the two of us were like hyped on overwatch and we were thinking like eh, maybe this would be it but i was worried about the whole um multiplayer only aspect of it like mm-hmm. not everybody wants to do that and the first night that we played we played with nick and mark and nick got on the our little like group chat afterwards and was like yeah this is the new game yeah and then everybody i mean pretty much everybody in our group who played it was like yeah this is it nice. we're gonna be playing this for right. a I'm while so here's the real question justin will it get you off of smite i didn't play smite once last week wow balance <laughs> is that one whoa yeah and it's funny because like bob and eric aren't really into overwatch at all it's mostly because i killed bob a lot <laughs> when we were playing uh, custom matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like, uh, while Overwatch was running, I just figured, I, I logged into Smite to get my bonuses. Uh, but I can see myself rotating between those two games for a, like, a long while. I love the kill cam. I love... Like, no, I turned that crap off immediately. Oh, no, man. Like, you're talking, you're talking about kind of being in awe about how you've died. There are times when I, like, all of a sudden, like, just, what? 
I'm just dead. And I'm like, how the hell did that happen? And then I watch it happen. And I go, ah, oh, all right, you sneaky bastard. There's some things that I did. Like, you could turn on uh, the kill feed so you can see up in the top right corner who's dying and who's being killed by who. Ooh. So you can see when, like, three of your guys die. It's like, I should hold back right now. Hmm. There's also, like a, like, a hidden option. Laz, you found this. Like, hi- heroes have hidden options. Yeah, if you go into the uh, the options menu, there's every there's certain characters that have different things. So uh, I know one of the healers kind of has like a healing beam, and you can toggle it. So basically, you just press and hold the trigger, and it locks onto a certain target. So when you do that, as opposed to having to look at your target, hold right. down the trigger, and heal them, um, once you do that, you can lock onto them, and you hold it, and you can just start running the other direction. You can run into another room, and you have like, a 20-foot beam connecting you, even though you're not facing towards that oh, guy. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, there's yeah. a... You can even... Uh, one of the characters, I believe it's the, uh, the sniper one, which Hanzo. I'm... Not Hanzo, the, uh, the one with the sniper. Widowmaker. Widowmaker. So she has a sniper rifle. If you're not zoomed in, it's kind of like a semi-automatic gun, and then once you zoom in, it's a sniper. So you can actually um, change the different uh, speeds. So when you're zoomed in, oh, it wow. either goes faster or slower. So... There's a, a lot of depth and customization that you can do with the characters. I know a couple of the other ones were like, you know, Hanzo uses his hands to climb up walls. So you can just pick, like, if you run next to a wall, you'll just start climbing it if you want. What? Or Soldier 76 is, like, the all, it's the character they first put you with in training. Uh, he's just an all-around great character. He's a very generic-looking dude with a gun, but he has a grenade. He has an unlimited sprint. And Healing none, beacon. And he has, a, like, a heal that is a group heal. Normally, you can't see your teammates' health. But if you go into this option for Soldier 76, you could choose, like, show me all my teammates' health so you can see who's dying. Then you could use your sprint to get to them and put it down. So it's like, in essence, you become, like, an actual... That heal is not just for yourself, but you're really becoming another healer. And you're doing a ton of damage. So, like, neat little options like that. High damage oh. medic. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, pretty much. Damn, I didn't figure out any of this stuff. We've, did, we've been doing a lot of well, you know what it is? about this game. <laughs> I had the... the Canadian internet uh, data caps to deal with that I actually went over the uh, the amount that my girlfriend has for her apartment, so I, I owe her a little bit of money for the sake of the playing wow, this. Wow, that's a thing. I put a lot more time into it than I thought. I was like, oh, you know, I'll just get a taste for it. And once I had that that taste, it was all over for me. When you look at the skins, like you you can unlock skins in the game with yeah. like with uh, every time you level up in the game, mm-hmm. uh, you have like an independent level. Uh, you get a loot box, and their loot box animation is glorious. It's so good. Oh my god! I love yes. the chunk of all the the sides coming out. Yeah. So like the the box opens, and like four coins mm-hmm. fly up into the air, and the camera pans up to the ceiling, and you can see what color they are. Yep. And they spin around, and when they land, they're like little figurines that are on like these discs. And so like it might be a figurine of money. So it's like, oh cool, I've got some money that I could spend. Like you could save up for for like rare and ultra skins. And so some of the skins are just like ridiculous. Like um, uh, McCree looks like uh, one of like the old like like a Zorro kind of character with a gun. I'm trying to think of like the right word, like the Lone Ranger almost. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the like the other skins, Desperado. like for, uh, yeah, just they're just ridiculous. Uh, but then there's also like icons that you could get, and like they they make different sounds. And the play of the game um, is like one of my favorite features about the whole thing. Yeah. There's like, and there are a couple of things I'd like to talk about them tweaking about uh, tweaking about the game and play of the game is one of them. So at the end, end of every match, there is a play of the game and it'll, both teams have to watch it. And what it is, is the play of the game is whoever scores the most points in like a five or six second span. 
it's awesome, but it mostly centers around characters who can kill a lot very quickly. So you have like your divas who have the bomb that can kill five people at, like at a time, or your reapers, or your Hanzos. Right. Harder to get it with playing a character um, where they're not getting a ton of kills at one time. I'd like to see them tweak that a bit, where it's like more about them trying to figure out like more about finesse finesse or like this is just a really cool moment but like i don't know how they, they could actually figure that out i've gotten a few and that they're mm-hmm. they feel even better when you get them with a character that doesn't normally get it like i've got one as a reinhardt at the end and i got one as a mercy because we were taking a point and i res the, the entire team was dead and mercy's ultimate is that she can res people Mm-hmm. So everyone was dead. I rezzed five people at one point. That's awesome. And then started right. healing again. And it was like, that's the play of the game because you got like an X amount of points in, in this time frame. That would have been a trophy, man. They probably <laughs> would have been. I can't wait to see where the trophies are. Uh, so that's like one thing I like to see them tweak. Uh, I never know when I'm dying, especially as a tank, because it, I'm so used to uh, my brain is trained to, you, you know, the, the screen changing color. Does red. The red on the side. <clears throat> Some uh, now, the, I, I, the, your character breathes heavily when you're damaged in the game, but I don't ever play with real uh, with any game sound. I always just have chat going. So I would like it if like your health bar on the bottom left like flashed red or or did mm, something to draw so your started to glow to maybe. Yeah, because like yeah. there's so many times that, like you'll see it on the kill cams of like play of the game where it's like I run out of room and I run right back into it and die, and it's like how did I? Do- oh, I had no health. Why did I do that? <laughs> And the person who's playing, who's playing that guy that killed me, must have been like, "Why on earth is this guy coming back to me? He has no health." I've had a what lot about- of people follow me over to where a, like a health tank is, and it'll be like in one of those little corner rooms, and I'll get the tank and just promptly turn around and set up my turret as Bastion, and they come around the corner to try and kill me before I get the health, <laughs> and just rip right into them. Uh, I would say uh, most of my playing was centered around the fact like this character needs to be nerfed or this character needs to be nerfed, but we kind of learned that there's ways around it. There are ways around every character, and it's like it's up to you to figure it out. Uh, like Bastion probably needs a tiny bit of a nerf. Um, Bastion already got nerfed. Yeah, his his like in high level play you don't see Bastion anymore, uh, but in like lower level play you see him a ton. It's just his he can reload in that turret so fast, so fast. So there's no downside to really doing it, in, especially when you're first starting. You just put yourself into a corner, no one can get behind you, and you just hope that nobody you know, like, has a Reaper thing where they can come up close to you. But even if he does, he can still eliminate you. His DPS is insane. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, like, ah, maybe, like, slowing down his reload function, something like that. But th- those are my only complaints. Like, figure out the, the, the play of the game and uh, I don't remember what the other one was. Oh, show me when I'm dying. Right. Make it a little bit easier for me to notice that I've, I've got no health instead of having to take my eyes off the action. And what about you guys? Yeah, Anything does anybody else have there, anything else uh, I'd like to toggle? Well, one thing I actually really do like, I want to point out, um, they do a really good job of bringing, you know, making aware to everybody uh, when the game is over, not just who had the most kills or who did the most damage, because they'll they'll bring up uh, four players off from mm-hmm. either side, and it'll tell you like this person had the most team objective kills, this person did the most healing, and then everybody can vote on. I don't actually even know what that's for. But I really like that how they brought yeah. that to light. And Once during the beta, uh, you I, like if you did a really good one, like you'd average five. But in the first two nights, I got ten. One of them was like I don't know what I did, but the the team the other team voted for me as well, all of them, and mm-hmm. it, like it lined up when you got to ten, it li- outlined in gold. So I don't know if like you get something from that, like a little bit more of an experience bonus or something like that. Um, 
I I don't know what it does, but yeah. it is a really cool feature. I do. I really like that because it, it 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 makes me because I always play some kind of supporter healer, so I never get those most kills. So it's nice when my character punches up there with my name, and it's like, yeah, you healed more than anybody. I'm like, awesome. See, I'm not a big fan of that because uh, kind of the group chat that we're all in right now for Broken Thumbsticks, we've changed the name of the group chat to Default Never Laz. So regardless <laughs> of what I do, I will not get a single vote. Like you can vote for yourself. <laughs> And I vote for myself every time, but like I think one match I went forty-two and uh, what did I go like forty-two and one, forty-two and two. I didn't get a single vote. <laughs> he says this, but the thing was Nick had done like an absurd amount of healing for us that round, and without those heals, we would have never won that match <laughs> because it kept the rest of us alive. And keeping the rest of us alive lets Laz's turret stay up and keep getting those kills for him. I'm sorry, whose side are you on exactly? I'm on Nick's. Oh. That's so rough. we yeah. all voted for Nick because I was like, that's where it came from. Uh, was that like, I'm going to vote for the guy who gives us the most heals because it Nick, allows everybody to stay doesn't get up. enough praise about playing video games. You can share it around a bit. Can be nice to last for once. It's You know, it's not always fun playing the healer. It's not right. always fun playing support. So I never voted for the guy with the most kills ever. It's always, <laughs> so it was like, for me, it was always heals. And then it just turned into default never last. And so that's what our chat's called now. It's fantastic. Terrible. They're all mean. They are. They are all very mean. But uh, one thing I wanted to mention, you said that um, you didn't know how to, you know, Bastion might need a, a nerf. Something I actually read is as Roadhog, as your character, you can chain him out of his turret mode. If he's in a turret, you can chain him and it'll pull him out of his turret. Ooh. Yeah, but the distance. It doesn't have, the chain doesn't have a limited distance and Bastion does. It's pretty long. But I'll say one more thing about the game. My favorite thing about this game is uh, Justin was mentioning earlier about how doing his research, he sees that there's certain characters that he didn't get to play as that are regarded as being a very, uh, you know, on a different level and being mm -hmm. much better. And this kind of forced Justin to, to look at something which he's been making fun of me for for the past couple of months, uh, some type of <laughs> list. What, what kind of lists have you been reading? Those are tier lists. Now, the, the, I never made fun of you for reading tier lists. I made fun of you because when we played Smite, when last tried playing Smite, it went really badly. He <laughs> said that... Uh, Cupid was on the bottom of a tier list, whereas in Smite, they rank Cupid as like one of the easiest characters to play, right. and he's actually quite good. <laughs> so Laz is reading the wrong tier list, so we made fun of him for it. It the, sounds like you've just been really mean to Laz this week. Is there a reason for I'm that? I'm pretty sure it's every, every week. <laughs> it's just a thing. We all do it to each other. God, if you read but, the group chat, <laughs> it's, it's the other way around. Um, but uh, Here's the real question, though. Yeah. Will Jackie like Overwatch? Anyone? Anyone? I think you will. I think, I think you if will. You, I think if you played it, if you you'd have a really good time. You know, Jackie, if you had just played it. I know. I will. It, maybe. If yeah, you liked Destiny, I and if you hadn't played so much time in the Crucible, I'd be like, maybe not, but you did that PvP and this mm -hmm. PvP is way better. Right. I do love playing the Crucible, but I also spend a decent amount of time in Destiny doing strikes and mission stuff when it pops up and you know that's what worries me is that there isn't that option so well, here's what you do you can go back and play your destiny strikes and mission stuff whenever you play feel like playing a video game yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> but also when you're instead of playing the crucible you can be like i'm gonna go play overwatch instead with all of my friends <laughs> instead of playing it for 100 hours you play it for 50 yeah like i honestly think if this is one of those ones that if you played it you'd be like i like this because there's you would find a character you would. You would. 
And Maybe you, I just don't want everyone screaming in my ear. There's, no, I, there's really not a lot of that going on. There's also no ignoring the, <laughs> the the polish that comes with like with the Blizzard mm-hmm. brand. You know, the character models themselves are positively gorgeous. They're, in my opinion, they're the best character models that Blizzard has ever put out. They've got kind of a Disney, not necessarily Pixar, but Disney style um, CGI look to them. But the animations are so crisp and the personalities are so clear and it all comes out in the gameplay. All the the taunting, all the gestures, all the emotes and stuff like that. And it's so like it sounds lame, but like it's so fast and furious that you're I was I was dazzled by just what was happening. Even if I was losing, I was just kind of awestruck by the combinations of things that people were doing and the strategies Mm -hmm. that they were using to get past what I knew was like a surefire way to take a few people out and then finding that one person that seemed to be gunning for me. Yeah. And it just became about finding that other person. Right. And we're just destroying each other while everything else is happening around (laughs) us. And it was bizarre that people actually started to just leave us alone to do our thing while everybody else was fighting over on the other side of the of the map. Right. So it kind of feels like another one of those games that is a kind of a, a game of moments. Yeah. Like, you know, you everyone gets like a whole load of really fun moments they can mm-hmm. talk about and Yeah, I mean and it's also I mean, like I said, it is Blizzard. They are gonna update the update the game. They're gonna right. come out with more modes. Like this is the new this is their new FPS platform. Mm-hmm. They always cater to their players and they always offer things like there's going to be free DLC for this thing. Like everything's going to be free. That's fucking awesome. Now, how many maps and everything were were available? You know, how much was actually available for you to play? I don't know. What was there? Like like eight? No, I think there's more than that. Really? Modes, there was three modes. There's oh, no. Oh, 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 and there's going to be more? To, to, to take it down from this love fest a little bit, uh, the only negative thing I really do have to say about it is the game did feel a little light. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it is a Blizzard game and I'm forgiving of that because I know they'll just throw everything out for free and it'll be so much of it. Right. Yeah, I think there was there was three main modes. There was a transport mode. You could there was um, uh, there'd be one territory that everyone would fight over, and when like your team was in it, the ticker would go up. When their team was in it, the ticker would go up. Right. And then there was uh, like an, an offense defense point where there was two capture points, uh, like same concept, but th- there'd be like an, an actual offense defense to it. Yeah. Um, those are the three modes. Maps wise, I th- I, th- I feel like there was about ten maps. 10, okay. 11 maps, something like that. Is there anything equivalent to a horde mode with AI? Uh, no, so not yet. Be, that would. Be I mean, cool. they, they have they had like they have doing this thing where they have like a weekly, um, a, a weekly mode that they run through, and so for the beta, it was like you play as a character that we pick for you, right. and when you die, you're another character. Yeah, I, I thought that I thought that, that was super oh, fun that's as well. Pretty cool, yeah. like mm-hmm. a random pick, well, a random yep. pick. The uh, the player versus AI mode was kind of like a horde mode. Was it? Yeah, like, I, I thought it was playing like the same thing. You were playing the same matches, but it felt like the 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 respawn rate was a little bit higher. They also died a lot quicker. Yeah, like it. I couldn't count fast enough. I felt like maybe there was more than six uh, AI characters. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a horde mode. It's not a you know true to form, but right. It wasn't bad. I played it a, a little bit when mm-hmm. I was like learning a character. I would go into that mode and just try it out. I mean, the thing that I can guarantee is that. Every couple of months, you're going to have something new to do in this game, without a doubt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Uh, so, does anybody have anything else to say about Overwatch? Go play it. <laughs> Can I play it <laughs> Other now? than that, when's yeah. it out, Justin? The 24th. 24th. So. And I take it everybody's getting it on the 24th? Yep. Yes. No. <laughs> he just likes to be contrary. Are you going to get it? 
I'm going to get it, but probably not the 24th. I, I was going to get it, but something I've had my eye on for six months. I think I'm going to pick it up instead. You want to tell us what that is? No, I'm going to hold off until next week. It's not a hooker, right? Secrets. Why would I hold off for six months on that? <laughs> well, she might be worth it. You never know. <laughs> so I have two weeks until that game comes out. And mm-hmm. in that two weeks... What are you doing? Playing Uncharted 4. <gasps> How much have you played already? I played two hours. <laughs> it just came out yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm a little bit further than Steve, I figured out. Yeah. Is it uh, just you and Steve that have played this so far? I think so, yeah. I Laz hasn't played it. it. He says he's borrowing it from me. Um, <laughs> I'll play it when it comes in on my game floor. There you go. Uh, you sicken me. Why? Gamefly. I know, I hate I'll it. I'll wait for my Gamefly. You could be waiting... Long Quite time. a while, my friend. <laughs> you say that, but I got the division the first day, and I didn't even try. Yeah. It was like three on my list. So um, um, I've talked about it. I'm a big fan of Uncharted. Uh, I really wanted to play through all the remasters before this one. It just didn't happen. Uh, so I'll borrow that from you when I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I got like one and a half. Yeah, I know. You should really play those. Uh, because Un- Uncharted 4 is like stupendous. Just play mm-hmm. two. I got, I got like maybe she beat a, one. Yeah, I got like maybe two hours into. The she's second like, she, one. When, yeah, she's like, ah, oh, the second one kind of bores me. I like the first one better. It's like, yeah. What? There's like so much stealth at the beginning. Second I one's suck the best at stealth. One. Second one's the best one. I suck at stealth. Yeah, I know it, that that goes away very quickly. Not you're quickly right ba- enough. You're right back to shooting dudes in the face. <laughs> um, so uh, my uh, like, I I don't have a ton to say about the game so far. Uh, it it's gorgeous. I mean, mm-hmm. it's the best looking game on consoles right now. Um. I'm a little bit. I was a little underwhelmed at first. The first couple of missions, uh, I'll say, the first real mission that you go on is super boring, uh, like super boring. It's like an extended tutorial on how to climb, and it was just like this <laughs> okay. is going on for too long. That's, right. like, no. that's like every Uncharted. Yes. No. At, all the reviews of the game say it is really boring in the beginning. I do not feel that way. That is like every Uncharted you're, game. Yeah, it's it's you're, so boring in the beginning. You're climbing. I can't spoil. Uh, I, I can't say anything about the the, the mission structure without giving no, something away. No, but I mean, at it. least you're doing something while you're building a relationship with the character that you're doing this stuff Back with. Garbage. I don't need what? any of that. Oh my god, dude! This game. You is build all the rela- about- You the, the relationship really gets built on the on the second half of that. Like, yes, that that is, that is completely fine. That is completely fine. The second mission develops it way more than the first one. Yes, but the franchise is so much about the characters. Yeah, and I I know that, and the character work that I've seen so far is fantastic. But just that first mission went on for way too long, mm. and I'm not, I, I I at least I know I'm not the only person that thinks this. Um, I'll be the but, outlier. But after that, it's still a little bit slow. Uh, there are some parts of slow that I'm fine with, like you know, setting up the story of Uncharted is just like it takes place a couple years after three. Nathan Drake is left all that you know, tomb raiding quotations uh, behind him, and uh, he's trying to like be an like an everyman. He's just trying to like live his life, and there are parts in that early like where you actually get to see that. Like the whole second chapter is like you really like seeing that play out. And it's great. I've never seen of him like playing video games. I can't say anything about anything. All right, yeah, I really don't want to spoil it. I saw. A I will say something. that in the first two hours, there is like an unbelievable sequence that it just makes me like, just made me like laugh and like grin from ear to ear. But I can't spoil what that is because it was really, really fun. All right. Uh, but like you know, there's a there's a part where, and I mean, this is not really spoiling anything. You go to Nathan's house, and uh, there's callbacks there to some of the other games. Uh, but, like, I just explored the house because, A, the house looked amazing. It was, like, really, really detailed and was like, this oh, is what I'm an sure. actual house looks like. This the is- PT house. 
It was Does like clothes nice all house? over the floor. Yeah, it was a nice house. Mm-hmm. I thought about it and I was like, Uncharted <laughs> is like a house. It is like a house. <laughs> it has three pillars. Um, as long as we don't have a half an hour explanation as to why you'd buy that house. Listen, Transistor <laughs> was really good. But anyway, uh, everything I've seen about Uncharted so far is fantastic. I'm only two hours in. Everything I've heard is that the game starts out kind of slow and then ramps up to like an unbelievable crescendo. Um, but like the, even in the first couple of levels, there's just scenery that you're like, God damn, this is really, really amazing. I'm at a point where I quite literally like I sat there for probably about 10, 15 minutes just looking around and then I shut the game off and watched Deadpool because I knew that I wouldn't have time to dive more into it. And it's seriously, I'll just, it's not a spoiler. You're underwater. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. So you're underwater and the underwater stuff is just phenomenal. See, the thing is when you come up from the water, I thought that was better. Really? I haven't been, I haven't gone up out of the water yet. Okay. I'm still just like, but it's like, it's nothing special. You come up out of the water and like you're in an area and the area is nothing to like jump up and down about, but it was like so detailed. And just watching the, like their, their motion capture and like the way that his mouth moves mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, at, at a certain point, um, you wouldn't know that you were looking at a video game if yeah. you looked at it from a distance quickly. Yeah, the articulation in, in the faces and like the, the frown lines and the the crow's feet around like it's just awesome. When you go back and look at the PS3 version mm-hmm. of un, uh, like Uncharted Two or Uncharted Three, and Uncharted Three at the time was like a, a tremendous looking video game. You're like, this isn't even in the same universe. Mm-hmm. Like, it is like, I, I've heard people define it as like sorcery. Like, I don't understand how you can have a game look like this and then other games on the PS4 like struggle to do anything really well. And you have this thing that is like a technical showcase. It's pretty amazing considering just how impressive the Uncharted series has been graphically when it's come out. Like, I, I, it's a I benchmark. Think yeah. They're benchmarks. Yeah. It's Jackie. Uncharted is really good. Please go play those <laughs> games. <laughs> I will. What happened to you with Ratchet and Clank? Uh, I thought you were playing I played it. for like an hour. And what happened? I just haven't had a chance to. All right. Play it so, but but it's not it's not a matter of not liking it. It's no, a matter of time. No, just not time. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm on my second playthrough. I oh beat, really? I beat I beat it. Uh, what day did I beat it? The day before I beat it Monday before Uncharted came out. I was uh-huh. like, I'm just gonna sit down and beat the game now. And I sat down and beat it. And I thought about going to get the platinum. And then I was like. <laughs> I've got time to get the platinum, beat Uncharted before Overwatch comes out. So right. I beat it, put it up on the shelf. I'll maybe Look, get that platinum uh, later. You gotta leave Jackie alone, right? She's a busy yeah. woman. <laughs> Thank she's you. Got a, she's got a man at home and a man at the bar. <laughs> That's true. Um, Keeps uh, me busy. <laughs> I'm seventy seven percent through the trophies for Ratchet and Clank. I am pretty much I'm on the the deplanetizer of the challenge mode playthrough. So the second playthrough. Did you get the trophies uh, for the races? No. Okay, you want to know a secret? Yes. Get good. Well, no, that's not the real secret. <laughs> <laughs> no, I heard you have to you have to boost at all times. In also, order to... there's 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 a there's a cheat that you can use. Can you please tell me what it is? Sure. Uh, I found out about this after I got it, but apparently with the current patch, you could just start the race and then quit, and it gives you the trophy. If <gasps> really? You're first. Really? Uh, with 1.3, I had read it afterwards, uh, but I had gotten it because I messed around in the settings. And if you go to cheats, you could slow the game speed down if you have a certain number of uh, golden bolts. Oh, no shit. I have all of them. So, yeah, you can slow the game speed down a considerable amount, and that will help with the really hard one. Word. Because I kept <laughs> nice. missing it. Steve's like, all right, are we done? Yeah, I, yeah. Kept, <laughs> I kept missing it by about five, maybe like two to five seconds. And my closest time, I was like, 
under a second. And I was like, that was where I was almost oh, like, see, hell with this game. That's exactly. my that's my fear with this game because I've had I've, I've had the best time that I've had all year playing this game. Like a just big yeah. smile on my face, blowing shit up, watching the the bolts fly all around and everything. And I love that. I love the the crisp graphics and animation and the characters and the whole bit. And I'm getting all these things and these trophies are popping just naturally or I'm seeking a few of them out. And I know that those races are going to be a pain in the ass. And I don't want to introduce a pain in the ass element to this like almost perfect game that I've been playing. They're really I not that, that. Like once yeah. you, you play them a few times, like it, right. it's not that like bad. Like that last uh, Riddler the, race in yeah. Ar- <laughs> uh, the The second race that you do, I, I didn't even bother messing with the game speed. I just played it a couple of times. There's right. shortcuts that you could take and... Uh, it's actually pretty easy. I'm gonna I'm gonna do them soon because I wanted I don't want to leave them for the last things to do because I don't want the last thing that I do in that game to be even if it's frustrating at all. Like I don't want I don't want to be like okay fine I'm done with this and then just close it up and put it on the shelf and have that be it. Yeah. I want there to still be a good time with like three or four more trophies left and I have to look up the hidden ones. I'm missing like maybe three of them and I don't know what they are. Hmm. So something about a. Amoeboid thing. I have to kill like thirty-five amoeboids in you this. Don't. You don't. You don't. You don't kill them. What happened? You let the enemies kill them. What? Yeah. Wait. Where the first race is, you yeah. actually don't kill them. Like the um, those like little green dudes. Yeah. The other enemies kill them. You just have to let them kill them. You have to let thirty-five of them die without oh. you getting involved. Oh, I've been sending out the little robots from the Doom Glove. And that's why you don't have it. <laughs> that's what I thought the, the the things were when they in the description. No, it's, the, it's those green things. Shit. And like, there's two factions fighting on that planet when you get there. Some of the the trophies are glitched, and one of them is completely misnamed on um, the trophy list. It, it says, like, get one re- uh, weapon to maximum rank. Yes. But the trophy guide that I, like, I always use, that website, mm-hmm. says all weapons to maximum rank. Yeah, that's one of them. I got the one. I got the one for getting one weapon to max level by bringing it the Uber uh, one up to ten and then upgrading it all the way. So that's how that one popped for me last night or the night before. Um, but I'm making really good progress with it. I love it. It's been awesome. It's been even. It's been even cooler a second time around. Knowing what the clank puzzles, what the solutions to the clank puzzles are, helps a lot because that was actually my least favorite part of the game. Um, I think they're cool, but I. Every time I see one, I let out like an exasperated sigh. I'm like, all right, I'll do another one of these and, you know, spend the next 15 to 20 minutes. Yep. Those things suck. Yeah. That's it's really, if I had one complaint about the game, it would be those. The clank puzzles okay. are, they're brief. Um, maybe I just didn't pick up on the solution right away. And you do a lot of like, you know, maybe this is it. Maybe this is it. Maybe this is it. And when you get a couple of those rooms in a row, it it gets a little tiresome, but at least it's broken up into two sections, and they're far enough apart that it doesn't become too irksome that you walk away from the game angry. Okay. So. Awesome. Um, Chuck, you said you've been playing a couple of different games as well, right? Which one do you want to talk about? Uh, well, I picked up from the uh, PlayStation sale I had a while back, uh, Invisible Ink. I've been looking forward to this game ever since I heard about it on the uh, giant uh, beast cast from one Austin Walker. This game is right up my alley. Uh, it is a strategy game uh, with a cyberpunk theme, which mm-hmm. are two of my favorite things. And it is a, a little bit of a roguelite. Okay. Uh, this game is hard as hell. First time I played it, I, I made it like to the, uh, the third location and wiped out my whole team, died, started over. Pretty much the goal of the game is um, 
you you uh it's been a while since I played this game, so I'm trying to remind <laughs> like I said, I haven't played a lot, this is like weeks ago. Yeah, uh, you uh work for uh this corporation. Well, no, you work for this company called Invisible Inc. Your job is to go into these other corporations and steal things. Okay. Uh the corporations find out where you are, raid your place, and you have seventy two hours to basically turn things back around. <laughs> so it's like corporate piracy. That's the That's basis. That's what of cyberpunk this game. is. <laughs> okay. So you have um limited resources and you pretty much when you start off you can choose uh you have this um ai called incognito and incognito can do things like hack cameras for you crack open safes and basically you need it to survive uh but it runs off power so you need to hack uh consoles in the locations to steal power depending on the powers you choose because you can choose two at the start uh you'll generate powder power <laughs> generating powder huh generating some powder I was imagining the character from that movie powder stepping out of a clone machine just now <laughs> oh god yep that's where i go oh man all right but um so it, it gets its rogue uh, light elements because every time you go into an area it's completely random you uh, you die easy and you have to start over but you gain uh, experience depending on how many missions you've completed okay and you level up your uh, your your profile i guess and you'll unlock um new powers you could start with and so you get to keep the powers yeah every time you, you get, but you only get to select two every time but you okay. also uh, unlock agents so you could pick a different agent and they each have their own benefits uh, my favorite one is international who has this ability where she can hack wi-fi uh uh she can kind of bleh. she can hack uh, terminals Wi-Fi. So if she's within a radius, she'll pop up. You'll see them on the screen, like four or five of them, and you just start taking all the power. Okay. Best ability. Uh, every time she dies right away, I immediately abandon campaign and start over. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. So this game is really hard. I'm really enjoying it, uh, but it was getting a little bit too much to me, so I decided to play something a little less hardcore and a little easier um, like? and I put more time into Dark Souls 3. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Nice. If you get frustrated with a game, switch to Dark Souls 3. <laughs> That's, That's how the way to hard go. that game was. <laughs> like, I had four runs in a row where I kept dying on the first mission. Like, white. I'm like, so you thought something I'm going back to yeah. Dark Souls. That game was easier. I'm only up to the second boss in Dark Souls. I haven't made it very far. I haven't had much time with that game at all. I started over. Did you? And I'm pretty much right back where I was. Um, <laughs> so in a couple of months' time, you'll start over again. I I'm actually surprised. You have no room to talk. <laughs> the, I'm I finally on my, Bloodborne. Now. I'm on my sixth character. Uh, I've only really like this is the second one I've played far in with. Usually, when I play a Dark Souls game, I start over twenty times before I finally settle on one. So right. the fact that I've gone to two and I've decided this is the one I'm going to beat it with, I'm in shock. <laughs> what's your What's your class? I st- uh, which one did this one start as? Uh, Pyromancer. No. Knight. It was scoundrel. Scoundrel. I don't thief? think there was even a scoundrel <laughs> class. This should be. No, it was, it wasn't, yeah. Scoundrel should be. It wasn't thief. It wasn't <laughs> assassin. It's the one that starts off with the two scimitars. Uh, I'll look it up. Yeah, Sounds like a scoundrel. But I started with that because I wanted to make a dex-based class, and I immediately went for the early katana. So I was running around. I'm, I'm no shielding it. So I'm just two-handing your katana. 
And then I picked up a, a Pyromancy Flame, so I've added that. And I'm just running around with a katana and a fiery hand that... Yeah, and no shielding in Dark Souls is, is risky, right? Thief. Yes. There you go. Uh, it was a thief. Say scoundrel, thief. thief. Yeah. What kind of thief What's runs that? around with a katana? Uh, well, that's just your starting class. I, I've basically been playing... Up until I got a new uh, headpiece, I was playing the, uh, I called it the blind uh, samurai, because I had this head wrap that covered up my eyes. <laughs> so I was just running around with this big sword, a big katana, without being able to see. And I'm like, yeah, this is my blind samurai <laughs> character. It was kind of Just awesome. slashing at people. Yeah, it was great. I loved it. Um, I actually, I, I find the game a little bit, like, when you play No Shield, yeah, you have to get better at rolling. Right, exactly. And yeah. if you're good at rolling, the game is actually a lot easier. That's how I uh, Bloodborne. That's how I got as far as I did at all in that game. Yeah, it's like just roll like crazy. I just, you know, I just jam on that roll button. I'm all over the place. The only counter argument to that is that if you get good at parrying, then go shield. But mm. I've never gotten good at that, so right. Screw it. It's two handed <laughs> weapon. Do more damage. Right. So yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with that. Okay, so Steve, you've played a little bit. Yeah, I've only played a little bit. I'm playing the... Hold on a minute. <laughs> yeah, she's um, looking up for you playing. Yeah, no, it's I, I'm playing, I guess, the knight. I feel like these... It says Dark Souls 3 starting class level. I'm playing a knight, and it's not listed here. Uh-oh. So maybe this information the is Herald? wrong. Um, I'm having a great time with it. I tend to go off and on from the Dark Souls or Bloodborne mm-hmm. games. I'll, I'll play them a lot and then I won't play them at all for a couple of weeks and then I'll go back to them. Um, it was really, it, it's honestly, it's been Ratchet and Clank. Like Ratchet and Clank right. is the thing that has, they both came out at the same time more or less and I just, yeah, I, 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 I'm not in the mood to be frustrated <laughs> right. and I'm not very good at Dark Souls and the idea of, of, Getting to where I know I need to go and the boss that I need to face that I've faced it maybe three or four times. Which one is it? It's um, it's past like a a, a whole bunch of like shielded knights. There's like a, a courtyard where there's um like a series of maybe three different steps. The dog, yeah, yeah, the dog. Okay, so I mean this thing is just nasty and it's right. fast, and I just it's always a, a thing that I feel like my stats aren't good enough. Yeah. To go yeah. against these things. And then there's the whole Ember system, which I never use. I've never really... The one aspect about the Souls games that I've never liked, I understand why it's there. I understand people get into it. I don't like the like the Ember system or the you're dead or you're alive. And if you're dead, you're not as powerful. If you're alive, you have more health. You have more yeah. stuff. I understand why it's there. And but I'm just I'm not the kind of person to pay attention to that. I just right. want to for as many times as I die in that game, I just want to get up at the bonfire, be on my merry and way, go right. yeah, and go, go and not worry right. about if I have you know an ember to drink or crush right. or whatever to go against a boss. Like I just want to fight the boss. Right. I don't want to be micromanaging stuff that I have such a low amount of. Yeah. Um. But again, that's that's the game, and some people are really into that. Okay. I'm not. I kind of just go. But, um, I mean, graphically, atmospherically, the game is just drop-dead gorgeous. Yeah. All the enemies that I've encountered so far have been really just neat-looking, the, the creatures that I've, I've run into. And it's just a, it's a, if it's your jam, it's probably the most refined 
of right. the games that I've played from that series so far. Uh, I remember Dark Souls 1 being really good. I had a lot of fun with Bloodborne. Um, and well, I didn't know... Justin, you played Bloodborne. And I know you were, you know, you were mixed about it, but you finished that game. Um, any interest in Dark Souls 3? A little. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm thinking that I know Nick wants to play it. A little is a lot more than what you said last time. Yeah, I know. Uh, I keep watching people. I, I keep seeing highlights of people playing it. It was like I, I, I like I, I never tried a Dark Souls, so I beat Bloodborne. I should try one of those when it goes on sale on one of those like flash sales right. where it's like twenty bucks or twenty five yeah. bucks, and I'll pick it up then and try it with Nick. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, Laz, how about you? Is this your kind of thing? I have never played any of those. I, I don't. No like interest it. in playing any of them. I don't like getting frustrated with games. <laughs> that, uh, that's my problem as well. Yeah, I, I any free time I have, I usually play fighting games I'll, oh. I'll do that but Ooh. well what have you been playing recently fighting games uh, street fighter 5 that's the only and thing to play right now it's fun oh it's a blast um yeah, yeah but if you listen to broken thumbsticks i've done nothing but complain about capcom for, for releasing a broken game but besides yeah, all the fine i was doing that on here too yeah besides <laughs> all the you know all the support problems and and right. no one player story modes and survival mode being the dumbest thing i've ever seen in a fighting game for all of that um the verse, the versus system is just fantastic. Online, you know, I haven't had any problems with that. It's just, you know, it's good if you want to fight against some friends or if you want to go online and fight against people. Right. Um, anything else, you're, you know, you're SOL. But um, yeah, any just news sucks. on that getting fixed? Um, no, nothing yet. They haven't announced anything. They haven't talked about anything. Wow. The last thing that came out about was um, how underperforming the game has done for them. They they expected it to sell more. Yeah. It's like, oh. yeah, great. Well, that's what so that's happens. kind of an excuse to not fix it. They were like hugely under, you know, underestimated. They, they mm-hmm. were like eight hundred thousand units less than what they thought they were going wow. to sell by now. Yeah, this is what happens when you screw over your fan base. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, so even last night, the Overwatch beta was over. So I was like, you know what? It's been a week since I played Street Fighter Five. Let's get back on there. Yeah. Maybe around eight o'clock, the uh, all the servers just went dead. Wow. Uh, and they were uh. dead for like two and a half hours, and then they were back up. Oh so. my goodness! And like no explanation, no. Like, do you no. follow them on Twitter? Is there any? Because I know, like Destiny, you know, they've always been pretty good at hey, there's going to be maintenance, or hey, it's down, we're working on it. Well, so they announced that uh, all day today was going to be down. Okay. So we were expecting today to be down, but last night, you know, for it to go down, and came back up two hours later, and then today it was down from, I think eight a.m. or nine a.m. until four. Wow. Okay. So it was down all day today. Right. But hopefully when you get back, maybe they fix some stuff. They didn't even say what they're fixing. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> right. not Right. So there's no changes. like communication or anything? No. No, it's just update. Server maintenance. They're, they're yeah. fixing whatever the issue was that shut it down for two hours unexpectedly. Yeah. Right. It's eight hours of server maintenance, which is ridiculous exactly. for a game that's been out for several months. Yeah. And that, that just sucks if there's no communication with the community at all to let people know why and what's happening and what's going to mm-hmm. improve and... Because why do you stick with it? Well, because Guile's in it, and Guile still, loves America. It's still <laughs> such a good game. Yeah, it's it's right. a great game. It plays so well. But isn't that more frustrating? That it, it that could it's be such great. A, exactly, yeah. It just, I always joke around when I'm playing with the group that I play with because the servers are down or a feature's not there. And it's like, well, you know... This is a, a brand new company making fighting games. <laughs> oh, oh, no, wait, it's Capcom? <laughs> All right, well, they've never made an online fighter. Oh, they've made several, <laughs> right. but never for PS4. Oh, no, Street Fighter 4 was on PS4. And that runs with no problem. It's Right. Oh. <laughs> We're fine. They can't hear it on the podcast. <laughs> it's, 
<laughs> so it's just like, why are we having these issues right. that we're having? And it's just uh, yeah, it seems just ridiculous that yeah, that, that this is even an issue. Yeah, but the characters are good. The okay. gameplay is so much fun. And cool. They just released Guile, and he's a uh, he's a blast to use. I want to play it so bad. I just can't. I can't justify spending the money on it yet with yeah, it don't. being broken like that. It's like a thirty dollars game. There's there's no single player. <sighs> That's so right. disappointing. There's no arcade yeah, mode. Yeah, you can't even just go in really? there and play against. And you the know, challenge mode. Ten bosses. Oh my god, I was so disappointed by the challenge mode. It's so annoying to unlock any costumes in the game. What you have to do is the challenge mode. Yeah, it's a survival mode. Uh, survival Sorry. mode, and that's uh, that's like thirty. It's a thirty-man match. You have to beat thirty opponents in a row, right. and your life carries over. Your health carries <laughs> over. And okay. If, so my that first time doing really that, at, after you beat each person, then they pulls up like a little shop. Like, would you like to buy? 20% health would you like to buy a you know 50% reduced damage okay so you have to do that for like 30 you know 30 missions um so I didn't spend a dime I was like you know what I'm gonna power through I think I bought health here or there right I'm like I'm gonna power through and on level 29 I died <gasps> so I was like all right well I have 200,000 coins saved up I I can probably continue it's like no start at the beginning oh my god and that was it and I was like 30 minutes gone. So that's like Street Fighter Rogue. <laughs> yeah, and so and so I didn't unlock any costumes. I just wasted time wow, trying to lame out a, an AI. It's, it's yeah, stupid. I, after the third attempt of trying to unlock uh, Cammy's other colors with mm-hmm. the 30 man, I yeah. gave up on it. Yeah, it's, I was like, I'm done. I'm done. And that's just the normal. There's there's a 10 man, a 30 man, and I think it's either 50 or 75. 50. What? Oh, wow. Yeah. It's impo- and if you die at the 49th boss, you're done and people have actually taken videos of um before they do it like it, when they hit an input before the move comes out on the screen the computer's already blocking it like it's uh really it's like the game's cheating like wow. it, oh the game is totally cheating yeah shit so oh that really blows that yeah. sucks but yeah. besides that if there's a character that you like and you're okay with the basic colors um the fight system is just fantastic right the v trigger system the v skill the you know the critical arts look fantastic. Right. It's just, it's but you can see game. why they're not selling many units at that price right now, right? Well, because the the whole thing with this game is they're catering it towards we're making this for the broader audience. This is to get new people attracted to the uh, the FGC, um, you know, the fighting game community and to esports because esports right. they're they're trying to really bring fighters into that. And they said this is the game that's going to you know it's usually a, a niche market. Okay. Um, this is the game to bring everyone in. And then they release it, and there's no single player. There was no training mode. Um, there's the training room, but there was no training mode that taught you how to do combos. There was no explanation on anything. It was just verses and online. So they're saying one thing, and then they're putting out a game that seems yeah, to be so completely the opposite of that. It was fine with me. I played the game for, I think, maybe a good week and a half, and then I talked to someone at work about it. He was like, yeah, it's stupid. There's no arcade mode. I was like, oh, oh there's not? He's <laughs> like, yeah, you, you can't play against the computer. I was like... Oh, I I don't know. I, you know, right. I played Marvel vs. Capcom for like three and a half, four years now, and I, I think there's a story mode in that. I've never played it. <laughs> I'm I'm not playing the game for that. I'm right. playing for right. for the verses and for the online. Yeah. So, but yeah. Okay, that's cool. Do you have a fight stick? I have a hitbox. What's that? It's uh, it's like a fight stick except instead of a joystick, it's four buttons. There's a left, down, right, and then your thumb is jump is up. Weird. Sweet. I will, I'll show you a picture. It's awesome. It's uh, I'll show you a picture. It's fantastic. <laughs> right now, it's got Captain America on it for my <laughs> my Marvel vs. Uh, Capcom team. But yeah, it's it's you, you'll start seeing it a lot more in tournaments. 
because a lot of pros are actually starting to switch to it just because Mm. instead of doing a quarter circle motion with a joystick or with your thumb, it's literally, it's, it's two fingers. It's, you know, pointer, middle finger. And that's, that's a Hadouken. Is yours the only fight stick that we have like hanging around? I'm assuming. Okay. Because I really want to, I really want to do some streaming of of us play. I would love to play you in Street Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. I'm not very good. Neither am I. I haven't even played the game yet, but I would go in cold and I would. Don't I would, play Lazen. I would, would Chun Li. Oh, I suck. Chun Li, your ass. <laughs> Step on you a few times. <laughs> I love um, her. She's great. All right, Chun Li's so. great in the game too. She's my oh, favorite. She's top tier. Yeah, she's, she's top the, tier. She's her top and person. Ken. Those are my. Those are my two dogs. Ken's very different in this game, but he's still really good. People are starting to figure him out more and more, cool. and you'll start seeing him more in the winning the tournaments. Cool. Um, so I think that wraps up our what we've been playing segment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Steve has things to talk about. <gasps> like what? <laughs> Anything interesting? Yeah. I uh, In my, my quest to uh, keep running Diablo into the ground, I, my girlfriend and I finally have characters that are ripping apart the top uh, difficulty level in the game. Cool. So Torment 10 difficulty, um, Rift count at the highest that you can get, and we are just shredding that game. We have uh, a combination going on between her Barbarian and uh, my Demon Hunter that is just disgusting. And we, we've gotten to a point where we're now set hunting and hunting down the set dungeons and earning bonuses that way, and it's just been absolutely awesome. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Clash Royale on my phone. I play every damn day. Uh, I'm not at the point where I'm setting an alarm for the chests to open them up, but uh, I pay attention to it quite a bit, and I'm now Tier 4, where you said you were last time, Chuck, and I am constantly going into this thing where I'm making it into the next arena, and then I lose... Because the people that I'm facing off in that arena have access to the cards that you get from being there. And they've been hanging in that area for a lot longer than I have. So I'm running into stuff that I can't defend against. And I keep getting bumped back to the barbarian fields. So I make it in there. And then I get bumped back one. And then I make it back in and I get bumped back one. And it's just this constant back and forth. You're doing much better than me because I made it two there and got bumped back twice and I've just been on a losing streak. Oh, like every time I go in, I can get maybe one win out of five. Yeah. My wife has completely obliterated me and she's in those fields. Right oh now. man. She's like, uh, like asking me for cards and I'm like, I don't, she's like, you haven't hit that, the, those few. I'm like, honey, you're doing better than me. Yeah. And which she never understands. She's like, I'm not the gamer in the house. I'm like, you play more games than I do just because you play them on your phone. <laughs> I'm uh. I'm having a lot of fun with it, but like I said last time, like I was like, oh, the community has been great. Like you know, I've I run into some really cordial people. I am now running into the people that are straight up assholes. Yep. <laughs> and the match will start, and they'll just good luck, good, good luck, luck, good, good luck, luck where, good luck, where, over and over where? and over again. And it immediately puts me on the defense. I'm like, Yo, fuck you, man. And I play, and I beat them, and I take photos of myself with a big smile on my face, and I tweet them to nobody to let everybody know that I won. And um, <laughs> don't look at me Bravo. like that. I approve. <laughs> yes. And um, but man, that game is a solid. It's a solid game. You know, I, I've often scoffed at mobile games in the past, but this is the one thing that I've played online that um, on my phone that has stuck with me or that I've been I, I've developed a habit with. Um, 
I still have Mitomo on my phone. I'm still logging in to get the daily bonuses, but unless I'm buying clothes, I barely do anything on that thing anymore. My girlfriend runs rampant with it. She's got more conversations and friends and style points and popularity points than I do. She's wearing something different every damn day. It's pretty damn funny. And I can't stop thinking about Bobby's sister for whatever reason. Every single time you're thinking of somebody oh, when you log no, in. I don't. No, we, we talk about this. She is the worst. She is the best. Oh my God. But Lindsay? Lindsay's amazing. Her comments are amazing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It depends <laughs> what your class is amazing. She's hysterical. She is very funny and extremely crude. Anal beads. <laughs> Listening yes. to a Nintendo product curse and talk in ex- like about explicit sexual acts because of Lindsay's profile yep. is fantastic. <laughs> the fact that they haven't censored that thing is is just, it's part of the fun. I'm I'm... I like checking in on it, but I don't like answering a lot of the questions. Like they'll be like, you know, oh, what what do you think of this or how's this going in your life? I'm like, oh fuck, I don't care. Right, right. Tell you. <laughs> but um it's been pretty cool. I have a couple of people that are starting to use it to like get to know me like outside of Twitter that listen to the podcasts and stuff. Like they're seeking me out. And I've managed to like make friends with people that I've never met in my life that are, you know, acquaintances of other Facebook friends and now we have this like little community going on and I've never met these people in my life but they're super cool cool so not bad uh Justin you wanted to talk about Titanfall a little right well sort of it was actually Chuck's idea and it was a good one is that in the last couple of weeks there's been some games announced and they're all going to be going head-to-head against each other uh this fall slash holiday season and so we have uh, Call of Duty announced their next game, which is Infinite Warfare uh, from Infinity Ward, which looks okay. It's a terrible name. It is not a good name. It is not a that, great trailer. It is a Call of Duty-ass Call of Duty It is a Call of Duty. <laughs> See, Call of I Duty. Did, I didn't think it was a bad trailer as far as trailers go in, in terms of presentation and excitement, but I understand that's not the game that people want. It's also just a bad use of that song. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the thing now, right? Like, just find some some random uh, hit and make it weird. Get a band to cover it and make it all moody. Yeah. Well, that, and the same thing happened with Battlefield 1. Uh, that has a great name. I love it. That a trailer, ridiculous name. That trailer looks awesome. The dog fighting with, like, the biplanes and yeah. everything, that looked really good. The trailer looked great. I'm just... Uh... I'm kind of afraid because I know the first thing I'm going to do is try to use the flamethrower on one of the horses or crash a Zeppelin into a horse just because that's never been an option in a game. And it's just the fact that there's chemical warfare from World War One and now horses involved. I feel like it's just going to get very, very dark for me very quickly. I'm, I'm more interested in seeing how do you heal the horse? Do you hit it with the wrench? <laughs> Like the blowtorch from Battlefield. Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. You feed it a bunch of carrots. <laughs> uh, and then... Uh, also, Titanfall, in the last couple of weeks, Titanfall 2 was announced. Uh, no, like, real gameplay or even CGI trailers. Just a, a quick little snippet where it look like, looks like they're bringing in swords. Yeah. Uh, so, like, those three games are going to be going head-to-head against each other. Yeah, they're all they, coming out this they, year. Yeah, they just announced uh, today, I think, that it was coming out this autumn. They said. Oh, yeah. So then they're definitely, because Battlefield is also coming out in October, and Call of Duty usually is October, it's, it's early November. November. It's always yeah. the first week in November. So if you were to play one of those, which one would it be? Probably, so I I I was interested in this Call of Duty, but then I realized I had never played Advanced Warfare, so I'm just gonna go pick that up. 
So that took that one right off the, the list. If it's for her, it was fun. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to try. It's actually on sale right now, so I'm going to pick that up. Um, so that took that one right off the list. Now, in between two games I was really excited for, I'm leaning towards Battlefield, but only because I haven't seen anything for Titanfall, yeah. except for the sword. Yeah, for I... I was watching old gameplay of Titanfall today, and it was reminding me of just how cool that game was. It was very short-lived, but it was really cool while I was into it. Yeah, I mean, they said they're working on a campaign for the second one, so that's going to take care of the problem that everybody had with the game. And it's going to be coming out during a holiday-esque season. And it's going to be on multiple platforms this time. Yeah, so it's going to be much bigger than the first time around. I have no interest in World War One. Like when they said, "Come see the future of Battlefield," I was like, "Cool, we're gonna go. We're gonna get like a sequel to Twenty One Forty Two, or you know, like they're gonna do some like future thing." Because I have like no interest in going backwards. I, I pl- was gonna say the same thing until I saw it because I just realized I'm like, all of these games are future warfare yeah. games, and I'm just it's something different. It's something different. So they definitely got that going for them. On paper, it sounded horrible. I'm like, World War One, really? But. That trailer, I that tra- mean... I, the, first of all, the trailer's CGI, so we don't, like... It's oh, I don't not, say it's, it looks it, like that, but... I mean, yeah, I mean, oh, no, but, like, I don't know... If it takes a Zeppelin... It, like was a very, <laughs> it was a very exciting trailer. That it was. That's usually what happens when you put on Seven Nation Like, Army. I watched I watched um, both of them, the, the COD one and that back-to-back, and, I mean, for what they're doing with Call of Duty and that they're sticking with this whole, you know, future soldier stuff, it looks decent in terms of a future soldier game but the fact that they're doing it again i think people are kind of put off by that and they want them to go back to form and and go back to their other stuff i think it says a lot that the call of duty game that their people are most excited for is the one that comes in with the 80 dollar package is the remake of modern warfare or modern warfare modern warfare or modern warfare yeah yeah um I mean, Laz can attest, we spent hundreds of hours in Battlefield 3. And we, I mean, Battlefield 4 didn't capture it for us. And I was hoping that Battlefield 5 would. So, like, I, I can never write off Battlefield because what I. About I, Battlefield. I, yeah, well, I've never played Battlefield. Well, now, uh, now looking at Battlefield 1, it's like, do I. I guess I have to see it. Laz, what about you? Uh, I, I'm looking forward to it just because um, Battlefield 4 was good when it came out. The thing is that. The servers didn't work. The matchmaking didn't work. The you know the voice chat system just it was buggy as all hell. It was very unbalanced, and I feel like it. Um, you know, we didn't stop playing it because it wasn't fun. I feel like we just stopped playing it because it seemed like lack of support from you know the developers to mm-hmm. to fix a lot of the, the huge glaring issues with the game. I hear right now that Battlefield Four is fantastic. I hear you know it runs with with no problem, and you know they finally fixed it, but it took them. You know, it's six, kind of seven, too little, too late, right? Eight months, you know, eight months to fix it, and at yeah. that point, I, Destiny came out. I think that's the biggest reason why, you know, we all stopped right. playing. It was just Destiny came out while this game was still broken. Right, exactly. So there was something else to play. On why yeah. you're going to go back to the one that's broken? So yeah. I'll, I'll definitely try this because we had so much fun with Battlefield, and you know, I, I get the club a horse or something. It's just <laughs> I just want to see what happens. I get to club a horse. Awesome. I'm really excited for Titanfall. I loved Titanfall on the Xbox, uh-huh. and nobody had an Xbox, and now that it's multi-platform, I will definitely be playing Titanfall 2 when it rolls around. Uh, I always play the Call of Duty campaign, so I'm sure at some point when it's on sale, I'll pick up uh, Infinite Warfare. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'll, I'll be sitting and, and waiting. I mean, Andy, who is our resident uh, history buff, who's always like, yeah, I know what gun, like that gun that you're using, this is its origin. 
uh, he was literally coming apart with the news that it was going to be World War One, and he was like, <laughs> "You better all play this with me." And it was like, "Nobody likes World War One, Andy. Go away." <laughs> but we'll all end up probably at least trying it. I mean, Laz, myself. To be fair, it's a you know a completely normal statement to say nobody likes World War One. <laughs> right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> Andy's like, "But I I like it." <laughs> me, right? History buff over here. You gotta find Laz in a foxhole making glue. <laughs> I'm going to see how much I can club the horse and then reach into the pocket for the sugar cubes, whatever it takes to revive to revive the horse and get to run again. God, is it making you me like actually want to play it? Easy, easy. <laughs> relax, girl, relax. That really better be in the multiplayer, not just some, some campaign level. Take <laughs> its blinders off and <laughs> start freaking out. Oh, my God, there better be horses in that game. <laughs> in fact, I'm calling it right now. If there's no horses in the multiplayer, I'm not playing that game. <laughs> The trailer had, you know, the trailer had the horses. It has to, but right. I don't know what happened. Like, people shoot your tank, and you know your tracks fall off. You have to like right. stop and fix the horseshoes and stuff <laughs> like that. Like, you got your little hammer and nails. You are really exactly. selling me on this game. I'm just saying, I love how much thought he's put into this whole horse oh, aspect. It's amazing. Or what game has it been recently with horses and guns that were like multiplayer? <laughs> it's just. I don't know. Can you like He's put so C4 excited. on the horse and make a jihad horse? I'm like, so excited. Oh this sounds great. Like we would do that with the Jeeps in Battlefield 3 and 4. You just load it with C4 oh and you just sell it on its way. And you jump slap out. Slap its ass. Yeah. <laughs> and can you do that with the horse? Like, yeah. And slap it on its back with C4 on it. God, are we going to get so many emails from PETA? Yeah. <laughs> just, I'm just a guest on here. <laughs> He's coming, Mr. Red. Run! This, is, this is what our chat is like most of the time when we're talking. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Um, all right, we're gonna move I'm out on of from carrot! there. So, yeah, we're gonna move on there before we, you know, go horribly off the rails or hooves. Apple grenades. Uh, Steve, I know there was a, a news item that you wanted to talk about. Yeah, we had a we had a sad development go down in the last like forty eight hours or so. With a uh, with a franchise, so this is from IGN.com. Disney announced it's canceling the Infinity Line and is going out of business of is going out of the business of self publishing games altogether. Disney's going out of business. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> a charge of one hundred and forty seven million in connection with the discontinuation of Disney's console game business affected the company's earnings. So they then clarified and responded with a statement about what's going on with this thing, and I quote, After a thorough evaluation, we have modified our approach to console gaming and will transition exclusively to a licensing model. This shift in strategy means that we will cease production of Disney Infinity, where the lack of growth in the toys-to-life market coupled with high development costs has created a challenging business model. This means that we will be shutting down Avalanche, our internal studio that developed the game. This was a difficult decision uh, that we did not take lightly, given the quality of Disney Infinity and its many passionate fans. Um, so they're going to be axing about 300 jobs. Yeah, from I was going to say studio. that's that's the uh, I think the top news of that really is is that people yeah. are going to be losing their jobs over it. Um, but as regards to the game, is anyone particularly sad? Anyone? doesn't care i'm go ahead yeah no i'm, I'm bummed out yeah like, me too they were starting to figure it out mm -hmm. um I'm, they were they were moving away from like you know their their traditional games battlegrounds came out and although i didn't think it was fantastic it was something different and like what does this mean for toys to life games like you know disney should have been the one to be like you know here are these statues watch us print money 
Right, right. And it didn't work out for them. So what does that mean for LEGO Dimensions? Like, how well can LEGO Dimensions be selling? Skylanders just does its own thing. Yeah, you know what I think? I think this, um, I think LEGO Dimensions came onto the market. It took a chunk, and Disney was not making, you know, gangbusters with it, and they're making that much a little less, and they just feel like, what's the return on investment? Should mm. we double down on this or cut our losses? I know, it's just, if, if there was one, like, I almost wish that they would just... Well, here's two things. Like, there, there's a flip. There's two sides of the coin here. If it means that Disney's going to start licensing out their properties again, that could be really good. So that means we could actually get, hey, we might get Marvel games again. Yeah. That would be nice. But at the same time, it's like they were. I feel like they were just starting to turn the corner with the Star Wars stuff, with the Marvel stuff. They were, you know, they were branching out and doing their own little, little like subgenre things, like Marvel Battlegrounds. And it's like, you know, it, even if they were taking a loss at it right now, if there's one company that could afford to take a little bit of a risk. Mm-hmm. It's Disney. Right. They own half the planet. <laughs> so it just it, it's disheartening to see them close a studio and have all these people lose jobs uh, when they could afford to have kept that thing going for a little bit longer than they probably could like could have. Yeah. It's also sad that I mean, you know, for the kids because the kids they like that's their game, right? Like that's their territory, especially stuff like with the toy box. You know, you give kids the tools to build their own worlds and share those worlds and and build their own game using all of these iconic characters and even characters like well outside of the Disney classics um I can't remember his damn name but that like the detective duck whatever whatever his name is Darkwing Duck No not Darkwing he's green he's got a he's got like a fedora hat on I know who you're talking about You know who I'm talking about but Oh I know who you're right? talking about So like that guy uh, Phineas and Ferb and 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 things like that and so now, Perry, maybe I don't know. Even if you told me, even if it was right, I wouldn't know what it was. Um, so then you have the Star Wars stuff, which Star Wars is enjoying. You know this ridiculous comeback with the yeah, Force Luke Awakens. Yeah, really likes all the uh, Star Wars yeah. figures. You know, Rogue One is now like a hot topic, and they're starting like the script is now done, or at least close to done with episode eight and now all the rumors are going around like star wars is going to be around for the next several years mm-hmm. and they're going to keep making star wars games but this was a game that you know kids and their parents could play yeah. together yeah. and explore together and i just i i think it's a shame that this platform of of gaming this type of game is going away right for them and i think that sucks yeah it does i'm kind of excited but for selfish reasons <laughs> um okay favorite game is ultimate marvel vs. capcom 3 which has been dead in the water for past couple of years uh, now so there's a chance and you could get now there's a you know it's a, it's a very very slim chance but now there's a better chance because the uh, part of the reason was that marvel couldn't get the you know or they couldn't get some of their licensing you know agreements for certain characters right they couldn't right. release updates and um and then disney kind of just went a whole different direction with with all this so it's a slight chance. It's a very selfish reason, <laughs> but but you're going to hold on to that very slight chance. Yeah, there's right? there's yeah. A, a very small group of people that have been blasting t- uh, Twitter lately with just everything you know hashtag right. you know mm-hmm. MVC four, right. um, just because it's now it's now or never. So right, let's hope. Marvel versus <laughs> right. Capcom two was was my game back in the day with yeah. the Infinity Gems. Oh, uh, with the Infinity Gems. That's Marvel superheroes. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Because I just bought that a couple months ago. Uh, oh, okay. It's a PlayStation 1 game, but it plays oh. on the PS3. <laughs> right. So I bought it for like 20 bucks and cool. still play it. That game is fantastic where you have like the red gem, which is the power gem, the yep. orange one, which is reality. 
Yeah. Right. No, me and my cousin, no exaggeration. Thanos yeah. Is a character. I, I'd say no exaggeration. I probably put about like five to ten hours of that game in probably a, a month. We right. play that for a good five to ten hours a month. That's awesome. Wow. Still, regularly. It's just <laughs> such a good game. That's pretty cool. I'm going to ask you the same thing that I asked Chuck. Where do you stand on Power Stone? Power Stone? Um, I, I still play Power Stone too. <gasps> yeah, my uh, me and my cousin. He's uh, He's been playing fighting games his whole life. Me and him used to hang out a lot. And since we started hanging out again, it's been like a renaissance. So we've been on a mission of trying to buy all the original you know, systems and all the original games. So mm-hmm. Power Stone 2, we play on Dreamcast uh, quite regularly. Usually yeah, I go there. That's on what my, I play on too. Football season, usually I'll go there Sunday morning before the games and we'll just get really drunk at like 10 in the morning and play <laughs> Power Stone, the Marvel superheroes. Right. Who's and, your character in Power Stone? Uh, what was his name? Gunrock? Yep. Yep. That was... <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. Yeah, that was, that, was, that was my guy. So yeah, I still, I still play that. And then everything else is Captain America for all the Marvel games. It's, okay. It's Cap, so... Cool. Yeah. Uh, Justin? Shield slash. Chuck was like waving me over, and I was trying to read his lips, and then I I made out Battlefront and uh, Star Wars. Like also in this news of of Disney shutting down Infinity, you know they they're licensing out Star Wars to EA, and so there's a new Battlefront game coming in 2017, and then the Amy Henning led one, the former director of Uncharted. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's been working at Visceral. That game will be coming out in 2018, which is kind of a shock. Yeah. Because that game, she, you know, that game has been in development for a while. That right. was the first uh, licensed uh, to EA Star Wars game they announced. Yeah. Um, so that's like kind of disappointing. I thought I really thought we were going to see that yeah. at this E3. Now I'm not sure. And also in the news, um, uh, Respawn, who does Titanfall, they're making. They, they said like a week ago that they're making their own Star Wars third person action game, and so is Henning's uh, Visceral one. So you wonder if they're going to be like two two different things like you know one right, might be a bounty right. hunter game one might yeah. be one on the light side one might be one on the dark side so that's interesting stuff to keep your eye out on i would love that's to right. see a, a, a bounty hunter respawn game yeah those rockets maybe they would just get 1313 back hell yeah awesome all right i'm wrapping this up Let's do it ready no yes I'm okay do this super and... smoothly here okay. we go yeah so we are talking games you can find us on twitter at talking underscore games uh, we have our personal Twitters, which are Steve. <laughs> at dead underscore and Chris. Chuck. At I'm Chucked. Mike. At Soko Amaretto. <laughs> Justin. I'm at Jaroke. I am at Jackie Turner, J-A-C-Q-U-I. Um, reach out to us. If you want to reach out to us in long form, you can email us, talkinggamespc at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash talkinggamespc. And then, of course, there is the uh, mothership, talkingcomicbooks.com. You can go there. We have lots of content. We have lots of shows for you, articles, streaming stuff, uh, which we're definitely trying to step up. Um, we have forums and community pages on the PlayStation Network. So there's there's tons of ways of reaching out and uh, contacting us. We love to hear from you. Um, we like to just get some feedback from you or just questions. Even if you just want to tell us a game that you've been enjoying playing lately, please do reach out. Um, also, leaving us an iTunes review really helps us to connect with new listeners. So please do jump on iTunes if that's where you download this podcast from. Jump on, give us a quick review, let us know how we're doing. Um, and I think that's it, right? I Siri has jumped in. I don't know who's someone someone hacking my phone. That's it. It's pretty scary. What's what? Nothing. 
That's oh, it. We're done. See? It was so smooth. It was going so well. Listen to Broken Thumbsticks. Yes, please do listen. And then to hate yourself afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> or during. Or during. Exactly. Yeah. Um, all right. So have a good week, everyone, and we will see you next time. Rock out with your Wookiee out.